0: I kind of want to be shot right now. I'm just trying to have fun. <laughs> didn't know we were going to get captured <laughs> by China. Anybody.
1: No, you go to the doctor. They give you a butter knife. You scrape <laughs> it off and you make
2: some sourdough at home. Mm. And Dawn.
3: Oh, my God. Is my body wanting to and it's not happening? So it's either that or I've got cancer of the
4: booze.
0: The rock. Anybody. And Dawn Show. We got this email, uh, at R-A-D, at radradio.com. It's just from Ron.
3: Hey, Ron.
0: Oh, wait. Before I read Ron's email, uh, just a quick uh, uh, news flash from the immediate future over the next hour or so. If you want to have some fun, uh, flip around. I know, I know, I know. I- I'm forcing you to listen to horrible radio. Oh. But uh, just, just flip around and, and notice. And it's going it's to kind of depend sometimes on where each show is at. But over the next hour, uh, every other goddamn morning show, not, not just in our areas, but across the country, will be spending the hour. Reading one by one, all of the Academy Award nominations because uh-uh. that's that's the traditional awful way to do radio. Plus, it kills a whole hour, uh, and so they'll read, you know, read off because hey, hey, they're doing them right now. They're announcing the nominations. Uh, last I saw, they were up to uh, d- 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 best actor in a supporting role because they do it in Ooh. ascending order. Oh
3: my gosh, exciting! Oh,
0: exciting! Like Ooh. forty minutes ago, they started like with you know costume design and Who, art design. Who's yeah.
3: up for nomination yeah. for that? Yeah. yeah,
0: go to hell. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. So you can do that if you want, or you can just wait for, for me to tell you uh, who, by, by the way, who, who like has the most nominations. Uh, but by the way, just, just to show how the, the, this used to be the biggest thing in the country. A lot, I think, I think I don't know, millennials and younger probably can't even grasp that, maybe. Uh, but it, it used to be like like Super Bowl level. And then we all went in our different directions. Hollywood went in their whack job direction, and a lot of us went in whack job directions, and now it's a, it's a nothing burger. But <laughs> yeah. what won Best Picture last year?
3: I don't know. Oh, exactly, man. Right.
0: Yeah. What movie came sh- out?
3: I'm sure a movie I never heard of.
0: Oh, you'll you'll know it when I say it. But <laughs> but, but but back when oh. it was movies like you know Rocky and Gladiator, you, you knew right away. Of course, it wasn't the whale, was it? It was not. Although mm. that was that year, the Brendan Fraser year. That was last year. Yeah. In fact, Brendan Fraser did win best actor for the whale. That's Right. I don't
3: even know what movies were
0: out. It was uh, everything, everywhere. Ever, all at oh, once. There you go. That was last year's big right. winner. All right. So let's get to some other things. We uh, launched the uh, mix Pick Sports Show, a uh, daily show yesterday at 10 a.m. Uh, on Rad TV, members.radradio.com, the Rad Radio app, and in Sacramento on 104.7 FM, 890 a.m. It's an hour of Steve and I diving into sports. Uh, you can call us live during the show. You can email us. And and that brought this question from Ron because Steve and I had been doing the weekly podcast on on wednesdays and it was so popular that uh, we decided to expand it to five days a week but when you're doing the podcast that's at least the way we do it you just go and we would do and we did like 90 minutes and we could have done much more uh but (laughs) so uh uh, easy you know uh, understandable question from the outside looking in ron says i'm just curious why do you break now during sports talk Mm. fair question because we're on the radio so uh, we're not, it's not just a podcast, but because we're on 104.7 FM and 890 AM, we have to take commercial breaks. And we're, by the way, we're massaging where those breaks are, are going to be, but we're trying to keep them really short uh, and still trying to get in as much information as we can.
3: Uh, yesterday when I was, was leaving, I saw you walk out of the studio and I'm like, what's he doing? It can't be over already in 15 minutes or 20 minutes, whatever the hell it was that I, I stuck around a whole 20 minutes. <laughs> I felt bad as I'm leaving. I'm like, they're all still here. Wonder if they need food or coffee. Oh, but, always. Uh, yeah, so that, you
5: can always bring us food.
3: Whatever. You let me know. I'll bring you stuff. But well, uh, I, I was like, what is happening? And then I heard commercials. on, like, oh, yeah, that's right. It's on the radio.
5: We'll be
0: back at it this morning at uh, 10 a.m. And that's the show where Steve and I really get to dive into sports. Uh, tonight's the uh, Baseball Hall of Fame announcement. Kings broke their uh, four-game losing streak Thank last God. night. God. We'll do some uh, NBA <laughs> news, uh, and uh, we'll talk about uh, some NFL stuff. Uh, obviously, this weekend, Jim Harbaugh, where he might land. But on this show, we still get to have the fun, lifestyle, sports-related, the stuff that non-sports fans would say, "Oh God!" or "Oh, how funny!" <laughs> like uh, it, every, it seems like every city, every team, uh, their, their fan base has various weird traditions or fun things. Now, in, in Buffalo. Bills fans when they tailgate, I don't know what where it started, I, and I don't care. I'm not gonna look into it. But there's a tradition of jumping off of their cars and into uh, uh, tables. What? Yeah. Like a wrestler oh, would? Yeah. Yeah. So well, it started. It started where they would they would they would jump into snowbanks. But okay, now that
3: sounds more fun.
0: Right. But but over the last couple decades, they like folding tables. Are intentionally brought so that somebody at the end of the part you're all that dropped, sounds
3: like a broken bone, and, and it's and cold outside. You're like a popsicle.
0: This is what it. this is what football fans oh my, do. That's crazy. And the idea is to break the folding table in half. <laughs> that's that's it. That's awesome. So, um, uh, on that would just be so funny. To on watch. Sunday, uh, before the Bills Chiefs game, which the Bills lost, uh, now the, the, right away this whole story is discredited. So they're out there, they're tailgating, and they're getting ready, allegedly, to go into the game, and it's time to break the the table. Well, a a video's gone viral of a fan who's attempting to break the folding table. The reason this is immediately, you know, you know the guy's an idiot because he's wearing a Detroit Lions sweatshirt. Oh, jeez. What are you doing at the Bills Chiefs game with a Lions sweatshirt? I mean, it's fine if you're a Lions fan that lives in, in Buffalo. Why are you at the Bills Chiefs game? Right after the Lions have won, don't don't be repping your team because because they won earlier in the day. Maybe he
3: was thinking the same thing. Oh, I thought I was gonna be at my Lions game.
0: <laughs> Are they so drunk. Because I mean, I, 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 the game already happened. I, oh, anyways, man. anyways.
3: He's keeping it going, right? They won. He's he's like taking a tour.
0: Fine, fine. You don't rep in another team at another game. It's so uh, stupid. Anyway, so he jumps off his truck bed. Or his friend's truck bed onto the folding table. Now they, they there was a twist on this particular folding table. They had lit it on fire. Yeah, of course. Oh. Um, lighter fluid, and because then because jumping so on
3: the table was no longer exciting. It's well, cold, yeah. right?
0: Right. It's the warming element. Yeah, and it's awesome. <laughs> that too. Yeah, that'd make a sick oh video.
2: Oh my gosh! Oh, it's out there. Okay? Oh, is it? I'm have to
0: watch uh, this. So the fans. Oh, Lord. He, he did his job. He smashed into the table, broke it right down the middle. <laughs> and that is the goal. Everybody goes, "Woo!" Problem is, the fire continued to burn on his pants. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, my God. Stop, dropping and roll. There's snow there, right? And the, exactly. The, the, Find a bank. The lower part of his back. Snow bank. And, and, you know, again, <laughs> it's easy for us sitting here in our nice, warm, comfy studio on Tuesday to go, Stop, drop, roll. His instincts kicked in. He starts to pat it out. He tries to pat it out. Oh, oh it out. yeah. Oh, don't that'll you do see it. the commercials that tell you not to do that? Well, he's also drunk, we assume. <laughs> allegedly. Oh, um, God, keep your mouth shut. Oh, you that'll do keep freak the fi- out.
3: That'll keep the fire going.
5: Good
0: point. Don't exhale on it. <laughs>
5: yeah.
0: He eventually collapses on the ground where, yes, there's still plenty of snow. Another fan, another buddy jumps on him. And they keep patting, and they put him out of the. They put the flames out. The, the video's gone viral. There's no word. Everybody presumes he's fine because nobody knows who he is or what happened. But it's it's out there if you want to find it. I
5: don't know if you guys have ever caught your pants on fire, but you do not stop to think to stop, drop, and roll when it happens. Right. It's pan- no, panic I, I've mode. Ne- I've yeah. never
3: been on
0: fire. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas Kyle says it so nonchalantly.
3: Well, I've had my, the front of my hair singed m- too many times to count, because I don't know why. Anytime we would you know, being, drinking, doing drugs. No one can find a lighter or matches, which is odd. Weren't we just using it to light the bong? So then you just like (laughs) lean over and light your cigarette over the stove and shh. That's right out of Seinfeld. Oh, yeah, but we did it all the time. What happened to Kramer Uh, lighting a cigar? We did this before Seinfeld, so they got it from us (laughs) because I started doing all this stuff at 12.
0: Because the writers obviously (laughs) were at some point
5: drug users as well. Uh, So I think I caught my pants on fire when I was like 14 years old. I was in the backyard and we had a bunch of rocks. I made a small little pit in the rocks. And then I started lighting pieces of cardboard and little sticks on fire. And it got a little out of control, and I started well, to stomp it
0: out. This is what boys do, Brandon. You're an admitted uh, uh, recovering pyrotechnic. Uh, oh, from- recovering? No, <laughs> it is still a current thing. I
1: don't do it as bad as I did when I was a kid, but that was what I would do for fun. I would go find lighters, matches, and anything flammable that would go out in in you know a short amount of time, like toilet paper. I would fill up uh, mason jars full of like. Uh, oil motor oil and <laughs> wd40 and stuff a bunch of toilet paper in there that one that one got a little out of control because when i lit it on fire it kind of turned into a uh, jet turbine and nice. so it kind of it kind of sp- startled me. So I knocked it off a table and it caught a uh, table on fire, which I got it all out. It didn't burn down the garage almost, but fortunately nobody (laughs) saw me do it.
0: Well, it's so funny that you say that you're, you're, you're still engaged because we get, we we become more controlled with it. Exactly, But this never leaves us as, as men. It's just the other day. Uh, I I had to, uh, light, light a bunch of candles around the house, something smelly, not important. Right. So I grabbed the, uh, uh the, the the what are those torch things you know that the the, the, the... butane yeah there you oh. go the Bic lighter butane things and i just I, I grabbed the one from uh where the barbecue is it was the, the closest one cuz we have one out there and i br- now that one i had forgotten we always have that at full power so cuz you can control how much flame comes out yeah, yeah. so i i put the i put the the big lighter into cuz it was one of the the fray ranch candles so so it's a glass candle and that's about half burned down so now you've got you've got the flame in a controlled environment um, uh-huh. container yeah. and i turned it on and woof, oh, it was like a, it was like a
2: flash came oh, out oh. and you
3: were like cool yes and i did it with all the other ones intentionally <laughs> cuz it never leaves you uh-huh. i think i told you guys i can't remember like my last experience my most recent experience with fire was um when i was fall decorating this past season and my husband was out in the garage doing guy stuff in the garage and our one of our godsons was staying with us and he's just Lounging on the couch watching a movie, and I wanted to put, like you have the the fall reef reef, you know leaf reefs that you just love, Rob, and to like put them up for display. And yes, I
0: love hanging garbage. It's really cool.
3: <laughs> so I have I have a candle lit, and it's sitting on it's sitting on this table. And and it's right next to me and I've got all that garland and I'm taking one and I'm trying to get it just right on the mantle, And it just won't work with me. So I'm really fighting it. And right? I'm like, God, whoa, will you stay? Will you stay? I, I have no idea this is happening. Neither does our godson because he's just paying attention to the TV. My husband walks in and he's like, um, fire. <laughs> and I'm like, what? I turn and look and like, I knew I had a candle lit. And I don't know why I set those down there. They're, they're plastic leaf wreaths. They had touched the candle, and they're on fire. There are flames shooting up toward our ceiling. Oops. They were all catching fire.
2: Wow.
0: Uh, no, it was
3: like, and, and our godson's like, oh, wow. I didn't even, it's almost kind of in front of him.
0: I'm surprised like he didn't take out look. his cell phone and start <laughs> recording it. Cool.
3: <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And my husband just calm. We have, like, these little... I, I don't, I, th- this former firefighter, you, y'all might have seen it. He's advertised this can spray in a can that he's come out with. And we have a few around the house. The thing works really well. Just sprayed it. It's all done. But like,
0: <laughs> puts the can down, walks away, let her clean it up. I gotta go do guy stuff in the garage again. <laughs>
3: yes. huh? But like the tray that the candle's sitting on and that the those wreaths were sitting on. Oh my gosh. You know, just all, like, the char, and everything's, like, melted. I'm just like, dang, but thank God. I'm like, that got so close to the ceiling and nothing on the ceiling. But there's even, like, these wood um, shelves that are hanging there. I'm like, dear God, this could But Thank God Gary walked in. Uh, I don't um, know what would happen. Uh,
0: one more here uh, from uh, from Chris. Hey, Chris. On the, the tertiary sports, but not really sports-related thing, because th- this is something that, that just average fans... And even non-fans deal with all the time. He says, "Rob, I need your opinion and common sense on this whole Super Bowl color conspiracy." Now, this has been out here for well since the season started, and and, and it's ridiculous, but it's 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 gaining steam now because you can twist this in, the, in however you want to, and, and and all the teams that are left could still be could still make sense. Here's here's what he means: Social media has been flooded with how it's going to be the Ravens and Niners in the Super Bowl. Because of the red and purple colors in the Super Bowl logo. What? Okay. Yes. Now, that they, they released the Super Bowl logo around the beginning of the season. And a bunch of people that have no lives and no time have gone back and they've traced how the logo each year. And it's released at the beginning of the year. How, how the colors of the logo match up to the teams that make the Super Bowl. Dun, dun, oh, I did dun. see this meme. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Is, it, is
3: it in Vegas this year? It is. I find those to be fun colors for Vegas. Like that goes with Vegas. Which ones? We, what you just said. What was released? Red. Oh, and- the, the red and purple. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. I okay. don't know why, but it just seems to fit.
0: Um, Maybe and I, that's I, it. I, I, Maybe I, I, they do
3: it according to what city it's in. Well, like, I
0: don't know if they they, know, they, like- they they do put in the background, they, they'll they put... um. In each logo, like they did this year, they put the, the Las Vegas sign or something, unless you're in the back. And they put buildings that are famous. And I don't know how they choose the color, right. but but social media does. They choose the colors because the NFL has already decided who's going to the Super Bowl. Another one, says Chris, I've heard, is that it's actually going to— And this is where the conspiracy falls apart. Okay, so because it's red and purple, well, it's got to be the Niners and the Ravens. Although there are, I mean, there are other teams that wear red and, and purple.
3: Right, that could have been the Vikings.
0: How about ah. that? <laughs> I mean, right, Dawn, the non-football fan, right away thinks of another purple team. What,
3: and don't the Chiefs have red? Aha! Uh-huh. Oh, yeah.
0: Another one, says Chris, I've heard, is it's going to be the Chiefs. Uh. And the Lions, because red and blue, make purple. Oh. oh.
4: Whoa. <laughs>
3: Stop it.
5: Well, I was I was scrolling no! on the plot, too, and I, I saw one, some of these, these, these oh. memes. And one of them was a uh, screen capture of somebody's TV watching the news. And apparently the news had made a slip-up and said that Reba McIntyre, Usher and Post Malone were performing at Super Bowl with uh, the Niners and the Ravens like they had accidentally put it in there so uh-huh. there's like this this leak out there that people are believing as well. Oh, there
0: you go. Well, it's a done deal, no reason to do, watch this weekend.
3: Do people no longer get the memo that we literally have one life? That's what I believe in. And let's say you're someone who believes in numerous lives. From what I've been told, you're not conscious of those other lives. It's not like you go into them remembering your other ones. So you basically, whatever your belief is, it comes down to this is it. What you're conscious of now, that's all you got. What are you doing? Oh, my God.
0: Uh, And then he goes on. uh, Not only that, let me just add in. All all relevant. And, And people also are completely, like, idiotic to the idea that we live in a world of deep fakes and AI. And a guy like me could create the video that Kyle just, just <laughs> referenced. I kept that in mind as well. <laughs> uh, and, and Chris goes on. He says, I'm also seeing other BS involving Taylor Swift and Pfizer and other dumb uh, conspiracies. Yes, what does
3: Pfizer have to Come do on. with the Super Bowl? Travis
0: Kelsey. He's Mr. Pfizer. Big that? Pharma, big NFL. But
3: what do they want? What they're, they,
0: they're big huh? advertisers. Uh, Come on. What? Jesus, I don't even need to read the stories to just create this conspiracy theory. Uh, the ultimate reason for reasoning this is, Chris says, it's driving me crazy. I need some sound logic from you, Rob, to silence the idi- idi- idiocy. I'm at the point where I don't care if the NFL truly is rigged like professional wrestling. I just want to enjoy the goddamn games. Great, Chris, then get off social media. It's that simple. I, I, I cannot help you, if you. are Look, if you are going to expose yourself to social media and allow it to affect you, I can't help you. If you're going to expose yourself to social media and laugh at it, Great. I mean, and you have to be literally in good humor going, I can't believe that exactly what Don said. People, this is what people are doing with their lives. This is what be, I, I, I can't spend too much time on social media because I'll, I, can, I can laugh at it and get away from it. But I start to think about it. I think about how sad it is, how pitiful it is that people are spending their time on these things. So you, Chris, have to make a decision. Uh, I, I see this stuff. I laugh at it and and i'm with you man i don't first of all i don't believe any of it uh although steve mickelson uh, on the mixed picks uh, ooh, ooh, uh, uh ooh. daily show yesterday kind of started to lean into a little bit of of having some questions about the game fine steve. i don't care <laughs>
3: he's not spending time on this garbage no so, and and yeah.
0: i and i'm with uh, and i'm with chris at the end it's like just i'm just gonna watch the games and enjoy it i'm not going and i'm not even gonna worry about it if if, if it's rigged and if you can't do that then get the hell off social media. That's the best advice I got for you. This is all lunacy. Okay. It, it, I'm, I'm sorry. And let me. The reason it's lunacy, if we stay with the colors thing, is what was demonstrated there in the beginning. You can twist that logo to create 4,800 different matchups between almost all of the teams. Like the only team that couldn't be in there would be a team wearing what? Orange. I don't know. It, it's it's absurd.
3: Okay. So if having one life didn't grab you for some reason, <laughs> you're like yeah, whatever.
0: <laughs> the okay. stupid
3: life. The most important I don't even know what you, it's not even a commodity, right? But the most important thing we have that you will never get back. People can lose a job, get another job. They can lose a loved one, get another loved one. Right? Like there are so many things <laughs> we could go down the list. You will never get time back. As much as you try and you want to, it's gone. Bye-bye. You never get it back. And you spent all that time
0: it's gone. Like that—that ah. thirty-eight-second lecture from Dawn. You yeah. lost it. I, lo- I, I lost time because you—you you kept listening to it. You made that decision. That's right. Uh, one other I road. have
5: lost so much time on this show. Today is also
0: <laughs> National Pie Day. That's pie with an Ooh, e. All right. Okay. So so the not fun fun the fun pie. Not to be confused <laughs> with National Pi Day. That's of course March Fourteenth. Three point one four. This is for the uh, popular dessert day. Mm. Uh, in a recent poll. There's, of course, supposedly nothing as American as apple pie, but it did not finish in the top three when people were asked, name your favorite oh, pie. Really? interesting. Oh, right.
4: okay. apple
5: pie.
0: Because apple pie sucks.
3: Oh my god! <laughs> it's
0: good, but it's basic. It, exactly. But, well, I, I would change out the good, but yes, it's very basic. Sometimes basic things are just fabulous. So so really, if I said name your favorite pie, you would say apple pie? No. Okay, so very good. <laughs> but I'm saying
3: at least you should be in the top three. It's not. It's I don't know fourth. if I'd be in my
0: top. Three. Uh Brandon, your favorite pie. Cream pie. Now, is that a real answer? No. Okay, what's
1: your real I, answer? I love chocolate pudding pie.
0: Okay. Oh wow, well, very
1: specific. Mm-hmm. Kyle.
0: Uh, you gotta pick
5: one. I don't know. I don't. Can cobblers be a pie? No.
0: Damn it. It's on the list. It
3: is, but that's not a pie.
0: Hey man, I'm just telling. It's you. A I a cobbler. I want blackberry cobbler. And dawn.
3: Ooh. Pecan. That, that, I, I, no, this list. Is, no. <laughs>
0: hey man. Shred
3: it. Go go. Cobbler is cobbler. Listen. It is not a. Pie. Pretty much Look, a pie. I, I, no, I, it is not pretty much a
4: pie. It's not a pie.
0: We just for the record, we do not have uh, time for a rad uh, TV, rad radio argument over is a hot dog a sandwich, is cobbler a pie?
4: It's T-
5: not.
0: Take it up with the National Pie Foundation. They allowed it in.
3: What? Well, well, yes. Why? There's so many pies to choose from.
0: I guess because well, of they're, course because you, you have know. to
3: allow everything into everything. It's even coexist in the pie world. Oh my God. Of
0: all the things I thought somebody would get upset uh. at of today's show, I did not think it would be this. Uh, the, uh, the reason I had to clarify with Brandon is he's always making uh. that cream pie joke. Yeah. Uh, That's the, not really
4: a joke.
0: I, I understand. The, the, the double entendre. Of course. But the number one favorite type of pie in America is legitimate cream pie. No kidding. I uh, finished oh. number one. Pumpkin mm. pie second.
3: Ugh, gross. And, uh, Jesus, we've gone downhill.
0: By the way, I don't pie. have the results of, like, say, 30, 40 years ago. For all I know, it's the, the, very similar. So we might, there might not be any change. I can look that up because I've got nothing better to do with my time. And uh, third favorite pie was lemon meringue pie. Mm. Then apple pie and then cherry pie. Rounded out oh. the uh, top five. My husband
3: five. loves cherry pie.
0: By the way, uh, when uh, in the same survey, when Americans were asked to just name their favorite dessert pie, finished fifth. So here we are on National Pie Day, and it uh, came in. uh, Good
3: Lord, so many things ahead of pie. Uh, Mm -hmm.
0: Chocolate chip cookies, number one. Of course, yes. Uh, Cheesecake, number two. Oh, okay. Ice cream, third. And s'mores were the fourth favorite. uh, (laughs) Where's
3: cake or cupcakes?
0: Yeah, brownies.
3: Right, brownies. Good grief.
0: Brownie s'mores, Mm. oh.
3: What is happening?
0: Uh, (laughs) I actually have the answers to uh, all of that since you uh, insisted on uh, asking. (laughs) Uh, let's see, uh, the, 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 the sixth was, oh, I'm sorry, it's, uh, we, we went to, yes, the sixth was uh, a German chocolate cake specifically, oh. and oh. then brownies, uh, so that's, that was all they have there. All right, let's get nice. to Win Rob's Change, we do it every morning, 6.30 and 9.30, uh, I do appreciate those of you that are emailing in with your guesses and explaining how you're getting your answers, I can't obviously share them, but it's fun to see where your brain is headed, and uh, Pauline wrote in, and, uh, her son, Avery. Actually said, no, mom, you're wrong with where you think Michelle, oh. the pressure cooker calculator, is taking us, because <laughs> she's writing the clues for this mega bucket. And uh, and Pauline said, I, I think he's right. So now oh, she's she's it. she switched her uh, her answer. All right, so here we go. We are on our ninth guess. If you somehow have figured out where Michelle is taking us, and you can figure out then what to do with it in terms of numbers and such, and you give us the right amount of money, you win it. Phone numbers eight 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 nine eight nine ninety eight eleven. Caller eighteen gets to win Rob's change. And Rob. Anybody. anybody and Dawn. The Rob.
2: Anybody. And Dawn Show.
6: If your New Year's resolution was to stop making poor life choices, what are you doing listening to this show? Welcome back to Rad Radio.
0: Now we got this email, RAD at radradio.com. Uh, we are reading uh, earlier uh, an email from Chris. He says his, his head's exploding because social media has all these conspiracy theories about uh, the Super Bowl is rigged. We already know who's going to go, whether it's because of Taylor Swift, Pfizer, or the colors in the uh, Super Bowl logo, which was released you know, months and months ago. And uh, Grego wrote in and said, my uncle was convinced that the whole NFL is scripted, which would be quite the operation to coordinate all those lies. Maybe a ref's been paid. I don't know. It's never been proven that I'm aware of in the NFL. My uncle was also going on about the logo and how it proves his point. Of course, look, when you have a brain and you step back and you think, okay, wait a minute, what, 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 how would they pull this off? Is every ref paid off? Every ref, but they call them all in the room. And, and, and what, how exactly does that work? Do they tell them how to rig each game or do they just tell them, look, whatever you guys do, make sure that these two teams get into the Super Bowl at the end of the this season or is it or is it bigger than that are the players in on it like oh, the wrestlers gee, really? are i mean come Good on Lord. okay so that's that's the first that's Any the owners the first part of, right the owners all agree to this they the owner the owner of the of the carolina panthers the owner of the houston texans yeah oh sure yeah let's let, let's give it again to the niners and the ravens great <laughs> i didn't want to ever get anywhere near i mean come on um and then uh, the, the best thing about conspiracy theories is what he says at the end there my uncle's going on about the logo and it proves his point of course it does this is what's so great because with conspiracy theories, you can always twist it, just like that email did, right? Because it's going to be the Niners and the Ravens because it's purple and a little bit of red. Oh, But wait, red and blue make purple, so it'll be the Chiefs and the Lions. You can twist it every way. No matter what, Greg, your uncle is going to have been right because that's what's so great about people that allow themselves to think like this. Yeah, your
3: uncle's not even conspiracy theory correctly. I-, I love a good conspiracy theory. They are fun. That's it, they're fun. They're just, they're fun to like laugh at and kind of go there for a second and then realize how absurd it is and you go about your day. Right. That's it, that's all they're meant to be. When like you believe not, it. Right, you're not really supposed to dig in and believe it and spend hours on it.
0: Uh, if you're watching us live on Rad TV at members.radradio.com, coming up in about 20 minutes, top of the hour, We will do our next commercial break, and instead of the sights and sounds of the -the behind-the-scenes goings-on in the studio, you'll get the Dogwoods Resort Canine Cam. Oh, the big little puppies. What's coming up, Brando?
1: Tron, the two-year-old golden retriever, digs through and plays with goodies in this month's Bark Box. This is not an advertisement. And a maggot shares footage of elephants from their Thailand vacation.
0: If you've got any uh, animals, any animals, literally, uh, recorded uh, or do so horizontally, email us, rad at radradio.com, and you can be part of the Dogwoods Resort Canine Cam. The best things in life are free. We're gonna help you pay some bills and fees. With rough change.
1: What I want. With rough change. What I want. With rough change. change. Make your best guess and estimate. The calculation in rough shore of change. With rough change. What I want. With rough change.
0: $1.18 When change. eighteen to win Rob's Change. Hello, Avery. How's it going? Good, Good man. Uh, by the way, I've got uh, my usual email from Christine the Pest, uh, <laughs> who uh, writes in every time we're playing, and she, she gave her guess, and then she made uh, the comment because uh, she's telling me why she made her guess. Uh, but she says, with these complicated clues, I'm still somewhat lost. So Aww. I'm sure a lot of you are. Uh, Michelle, the pressure cooker calculator is writing all the clues uh, for this mega bucket. So let's see, Avery. Uh, first of all, Avery, don't tell me what it is, but do you, have any, do you have a reason for your guess or are you just throwing a number out of your ass here? No, I have a, I have a pretty good reason. Hopefully I'm right. All right. Oh, wow. well, give us the number. All right. So $5,464.70. Uh-huh. Now that's 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 close and similar yes. to the 9:30 to guest yesterday. So Very we've, much we've so. got a couple of brains at least that are all in the same area. Five thousand four hundred sixty-four dollars and seventy cents. You lose.
1: Oh man! <laughs>
0: <laughs> now your ninth clue from Michelle, the pressure cooker calculator, is a throwback to win Rob's change uh, up until uh, what last week. Chris, the uh, princess spreadsheeter in the gay area, the area. Uh, was participating regularly and telling us the odds of uh, everything uh, going on. But he had to resign uh, because he decided he wanted to become like a better person and be a life coach. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Uh, so you. clue number nine. <laughs> princess Chris need not apply. Oh. <laughs> clue number nine. Princess Chris need not apply. The idea being at some point all of these word clues will somehow make you. And for a lot of you, it already has me Ah! I know, I know. Play again at 9.30 I this morning. Uh, we got this email in from uh, Chad. Hey, Chad. Uh, it is National Pie Day. We were mm-hmm. discussing uh, the uh, survey of America's favorite pies. It was uh, cream pie first, pumpkin pie second, lemon meringue pie third, apple pie fourth, bruh, uh, <laughs> and cherry pie, round it up the top Ugh. five. Chad wrote in and said, Rob, I can understand your disdain for apple pie. I used to work for a pie shop, so I've tried them all. I'm curious. If you've tried the old man trick of having a slice of melted cheddar on top, Another variation is dutch apple instead of a crust it has no I don't look I like apples I hate apple pie I don't like cooked apples I don't want I don't want putting cheese on it ain't going to make it any better yeah. I want yeah. nothing to do with anything apple pie e
5: Do you like apple jacks the apple cinnamon cereal
0: No I'm not, I don't eat cereal so oh, okay. I haven't eaten cereal okay. since okay. I was a child I, Honestly I'm not trying to be I just don't like it I just,
3: So I uh, so I feel like maybe And no I
0: didn't like it as a kid sorry
3: Well I'm, okay maybe then you're not where I am Like I I always liked apple flavor and apples apple can whatever Like, apple, all of that, apple jacks, whatever. But I also just, I didn't like fruit and dessert. Let's just start there. Even if it was some berry type of thing, let alone apple. And then, I don't know, somewhere along the way, apple pie is good. Do I choose it all the time? No, I mean, I hardly even eat pie. But if I'm at a pie shop, of all the pies, I'm not choosing that one. But I still like it, and I can appreciate it now. Yeah, yeah, look, I, I...
0: Look, I don't want to get into the thing here. We got too much to do. I have a problem with people who say they like something they never eat. You know, you never choose it. So how much do you like it?
3: Well, it just means Now see there's so many things that we like, but it doesn't mean it has to be a part of our daily life all the time. Is that how we're gauging what someone Look, likes? What I just
0: said was you 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 gave the example. You never choose it.
3: Well, if I'm at a pie shop. Right. I don't no, no, Well you, or, you have to hear Or the if whole it's on thing. the menu. I rarely eat pie. So right. if I'm going to eat pie. And I'm at a pie shop and there's all these choices. But if you have in front of me chocolate pie and apple pie, I'm gonna take the apple pie. If th- those are my choices.
0: Okay, well now we're into like a binary choice type thing. Yes. Totally.
3: It just, I like just it. it. If you were to get if you had a, if you had apple pie right now, I so said, I want you all to try this apple pie. I'm gonna try it, I'm gonna eat it,
1: and I'm sure I'm gonna like it.
3: If I had
0: apple pie right now, I'd throw it in the garbage. <laughs> entertainment
1: <laughs> news now. Operture, curtain and lights, it's time for entertainment
0: news. As promised, we are not going to do what every other morning show on the planet is doing and go through all of your Academy Award nominations. Oh, thank you. They were just announced. We're just going to give you the overview. I, hey, I'm I'm just I'm just so thrilled. I've actually seen one of the most nominated movies this year. I think wow. Brandon's seen at least two of them. Maybe uh, leading the way overall for 2024 Oscar nominations. By the way, they're going to be in uh, March. Uh, And unfortunately, that douchebag Jimmy Kimmel is hosting again, so no reason to watch. Hollywood loves him. Yeah. Uh,
1: Apparently, he's a cash cow for Disney because that's the company that owns his show.
3: The the other part that I can't stand, and maybe it's just because of what we do, but there's plenty of other people that get pretty early. They always complain, oh, God, I had to get up at five to be here and help announce, (laughs) and I, I had to be woken up. It's 5 a.m. Yeah. to know and find out. And I'm like, uh, well, half the country is already doing that. Yeah. Boo hoo. Tell
0: your local garbage God, man.
3: Right? I'm just like, shut up.
0: Leading the 2024 Oscar nominations overall. I know Brando's seeing this one Oppenheimer.
1: Ooh, yeah. That's the uh, story about uh, Oppenheimer and the birth <laughs> of the nuclear bomb. Very uh, long and very overrated. Oh. Not worth it. Well, i would I would say it's it's worth a try, but it just goes on and yeah. on and on. And every you know, the big payoff is seeing the explosion., uh, but that doesn't happen until about three quarters of the way in the movie. And
0: and I, I, I mean, i'm I'm into historical things and stuff. I, nothing about that movie grabs me when I see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got thirteen nominations. Poor things got eleven. That's the uh, Emma Stone that one. just looks yeah. awful. And they're origin. like,
3: oh, and it's supposed to be somewhat of a comedy too, I guess. yeah, it's supposed so, to be all so over like, the place in the previews, they'll be like, They'll say I don't want a comedy, and then they'll do they'll show a scene from it that's supposed to be comedic, and I, I'm like, where was the funny?
0: Um, uh, the uh, Martin Scorsese film, Killers of the Flower Moon, got ten. You knew that was going to happen. You do a Scorsese film with De Niro and DiCaprio. Of course, they're just going to nominate. That it. actually
3: looks good. I just haven't Oof. watched yet. No interest.
0: Yeah. I want to see it because it's
1: Scorsese and DiCaprio. Right, exactly. And, <laughs> uh, but It's like three hours and 40 Uh, minutes long or something. It's
0: just too much. See, I wanted to see it for those reasons until I started watching the trailers, and it does not look good to me. I'm like, this looks like garbage. Yeah,
3: some of the trailers I've seen, I'm like, huh, interesting. And every time I turn on Apple TV, it's there. And I'm like, no, not yet.
0: And uh, (laughs) Well, you're going to need half a day, apparently. And Barbie got eight (laughs) nominations. I've
3: seen Barbie. I
0: love that movie. Barbie's going to win them all.
3: I hope Barbie takes it all, just to really make all those dodos I, I, upset.
0: I, I would. I oh, would, oh,
3: that'd be amazing. I bet
0: Margot Robbie will probably win something, but I bet Oppenheimer is going to sweep this thing. Probably because uh, it's more Hollywood. They're all nominated for Best Picture, and then a bunch of other films I've never heard of, uh, except for Maestro. I've heard of that. That's the Bradley Cooper film uh, where he plays uh, the uh, the Bernstein, Leonardo Bernstein.
1: Have you watched it yet? It it is it's interesting. It's very old timey. So people talk about talk the way that they man, did back then. Man,
0: see, we're gonna conduct the band. <laughs> see, yeah. and
1: they talk so fast and they talk over each other, and it's it's really annoying. Like intentionally, yes, because it's just the way that they communicated, I guess. Um, but that I kind of had a hard time getting past that because they just talk so fast.
0: <laughs> uh, other uh, other uh, notes in the uh, entertainment world. Yesterday we did we did the uh, the test. Okay, your bucket list uh, your bucket list uh, concert. That, that, that you haven't seen because we that had to be the premise, uh, which for us is difficult because we're very blessed. We've been to a lot of shows uh, because it's got to be something where you can't say, okay, we've seen we've seen this band. I'm going to leave because the whole premise was Madonna's being sued for making fans wait two hours and 17 minutes or something like that. Oh, so
1: rude!
4: Uh, and
0: it's like, how long would you wait? And and so we were going around and trying to figure out, okay, who is? It? And Brandon said Billy Joel. Yeah, uh, which is a great answer, right? And, and and that and when he said it, I went, oh yeah. That's one. That's one I've never seen yeah. as, as well. Well, news from the Billy Joel world, ironically. Sweet. He's about to release <laughs> his first new song in 17 years.
3: No way. That took a long time to write.
0: It's called "Turn the Lights Back On." That could be a, that could that could have so many messages, right? Because he hasn't had a new song in 17 years. <laughs> uh, it'll be released on February 1st. He teased the song on Instagram yesterday, but all it is, you don't get any vocals or anything. It's just him, him playing the piano. And if if it's the is the the melodic tones that are in the teas it's a it's a slow song not okay. that doesn't mean it's sad yeah. i don't know but so february 1st billy All joel's right. next song.
3: i really know nothing about him other than christy brinkley and obviously some of his songs but i i just my my how i look at him is he seems so clean and like I feel like there's not even liquor served at his concerts, right? He just seems so sober. Billy Joel? Yeah, I don't know why. Oh my God. He's a
0: well known. I mean, it's all in his past. He's like 70 now. Yeah. He was a party nut. Was he? Oh. He just doesn't seem
3: like it at all. Oh,
0: yeah. Legendary (laughs)
4: stories. (laughs) Uh,
0: All right, on Saturday, emergency services were sent to a home in Madison, Wisconsin after a woman called 911 saying that her aunt was in trouble. Oh. She had just gotten a text message from her aunt that said, quote, I'm having a heart attack. Oh,
3: no. Yikes. Well, call 911. Yeah, I
0: mean, it's an odd twist that an aunt, that the aunt has enough strength to text, I'm having a heart attack, but can't just hit 911, right? <laughs>
1: yeah. Did she also follow up the text with, like, emojis? So, no. like, the sad face and, like, a heart with the
0: bandage around it? The only thing that was on the actual text was, I'm having a heart attack, exclamation point. Oh, okay.
3: My husband takes our, our lab, Hank, for a W every night. And you
0: can say walk on the radio. Well,
3: I'm sorry for all of you and your because, dogs. Now we're going well, crazy. I, I'm not. Here's another I seem example. To be like, you better w me. I, I, I'm
0: not. I'm not sorry at all because we're trying to communicate to hundreds of 1000000s i I'm sorry, hundreds of thousands of people at once. So here's another one for all of you. Alexa. <laughs> oh God. God damn it. you? Hey, what the hell.
3: So he. I didn't have my phone with me. I'd gone upstairs. Came back downstairs. I saw I missed a call from him. I'm like. I'm like, oh, what's up? You know, because they're out on their walk, and um, <laughs> he just had to tell me something that he saw that was funny or whatever. And he's like, w- what? What if I like something? I can't remember. He said fell or something, couldn't get up. And I'm like, well, I would hope I wouldn't be your first call. It'd be nine one one. I
0: totally just. Well, yeah, but but now see, no, see, he he got you there. If if that was the example, if you just if you fall,
3: no, but like he's hurt, right? He's like, what if I was hurt and needed how I fell down. I'm like, well, I want to hope you call nine one one and then me. You
0: would call your person first.
3: <laughs> but I want him. If he is injured, I want him to get the ambulance on the way. Is my point? I'm
0: calling what an ambulance I... for a broken uh, ankle on the down the street. Don't,
3: you don't know what it is.
5: <laughs> That's a $1,000 ambulance, right? I
0: mean, yeah, no kidding. First of all, they, they call, just plop th- me in the car and take yeah. me to the damn ER. And bring bring Hank with us. Why not?
4: Uh, of course. <laughs> God.
0: But that is that is in the reverse. I mentioned this last week, yeah. but it's, I think it's a good m- message and lesson for a lot of people. That's why I, I don't go anywhere outside of the house without my cell phone ever since Dawn broke her ankle. I don't take the garbage out <laughs> because if I do fall and break my ankle in the backyard rather than calling an ambulance, I'm going to call my wife. <laughs> Jesus.
3: I, I think I did text you first to say I'd be late for work. <laughs> That's commitment. And then I was like, I, I think, I, think I, I, I need to get to the hospital, so I guess I'll call an ambulance. No one was home. And I
0: texted back, said, we <laughs> clean, do the show first. That was back when we were a little tougher on each other. Now it's like Dawn texts me and says, I have a sniffle. I text Brandon, best of show. <laughs> 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 All right, so um, oh my the God. Madison Fire Department pulls up to the aunt's home. After she texted the woman saying, I'm having a heart attack. And the aunt, 100% alive and well, comes out smiling because she sees the, the lights and, and heard the sirens. Oh. And she says, nothing to see here. I'm, I'm, I'm fine. It was, oh. it was all a misunderstanding. And she apologized to the EMTs and the paramedics and explained everything.
4: Oh, my God.
0: This occurred on Saturday night. What?
3: But wait, wait, wait. That's an odd response. Hmm? If there's a bunch of ambulance and everything in the front of my house, I'm not sure I'm coming out smiling. I'm like, what's going well, on? What happened?
0: Well, if you if you have figured out what's going on and you want them to know you're okay, then you would do that. Because you want them to <sighs> everything's
3: know everything's fine, everything's right. fine. Okay. So sorry. So
0: let's even piece this together. Saturday night. Mm-hmm. The aunt texted I'm having a heart attack. Mm-hmm. This is in Madison, Wisconsin. Have you figured it out, Brando? Oh, yeah,
1: it's the football game that's giving her a heart attack.
0: Right. Oh, no. The Green Bay Packers Oh, oh God! Uh, are in the process of losing to the 49ers because the 49ers are coming back. She didn't mean it literally. She was watching the Packers game. She was anxious about it. She assumed that her dumbass niece was also, was A, watching the game and would understand what right. the text message meant. But, no, instead, it's, it, we've had this story so many times now. This is becoming prevalent. I forget what the examples were last year. Instead of the, the niece calling, the, it if. If Dawn texted me out of nowhere, I'm having a heart attack and there's no context to it. And I have no reason to believe it's a reaction. So I mean, first of all, I'm wondering why she's texting me. You know, you got to create a whole scenario. Yes. Her, her husband's out of town with her. I'm calling Dawn immediately. 100%. And, but I am wondering, why are you texting me and not calling 911? Yeah. I am not immediately calling 911 and sending emergency services. <laughs> yeah,
3: see, Come nowadays on. you got to follow that up with, like, the football emoji, mm-hmm. So she yep.
0: would know.
3: I mean, honestly. See, oh, I, In this day and age.
0: The onus shouldn't be on the sender. <laughs>
3: but it is now. I shouldn't we be. All, we all have to think it. Through. Uh, I you
5: know, the receiver
3: shouldn't be an idiot. I agree, but because you just don't know now. God. Football emoji, please. If any of you do that this weekend.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I okay. I'm having
3: a stroke. Okay. Football emoji.
0: I'm gonna keep that in mind. <laughs> I, I will at some point I will send out a text to all of you. I'm having a heart attack, but anything like a football. Is right. that it? Right? Exactly. Football? Is that, is that enough? Yeah. Okay, so you guys know it's it's not legit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, we got this email, uh, rad at radio.com from Aaron. Hi, Aaron. Uh, we were talking about uh, circling back to uh, NFL conspiracy theories. and uh, it, you know, Just stop. Just stop. But this, this one, I haven't heard this one. Aaron says, I'm not a big NFL fan, but some of my friends are. And one of them was talking about how they heard something about NFL players owing money to the mafia because they rigged the game. Good. Oh, so why not? Why not? I mean, let's just get as dark and stupid as possible to really take the fun out of everything. I, I, I mean, that's great. Just keep them coming. That's fantastic.
3: I mean, in the mafia, they don't exist. That's absurd. I, I, the,
0: yeah,
1: they're completely legitimate <laughs> right. businesses exactly. now. Exactly. Good Lord.
0: Right. And and the NFL is totally wrapped up with the mafia. <laughs> right. What is this, 1972?
1: What,
5: what? Exactly. Jesus. Oh Wasn't Jimmy Hoffa buried under a football field? Yes, yes. Yeah.
0: He's he's, a, he's allegedly buried under the end zone uh, where uh, I believe where the, the where, mm. where the New York Giants play. But didn't they build a new stadium and they didn't find Jimmy Hoffa? I forget uh, how that story okay, works I'm
3: sorry, mm. Jimmy Hoffa is alive with Elvis, so ah, they're both at right. the top level ah, ah. at Graceland because yeah. no one's ever allowed up on the top level. Right. And
0: Tupac, he stops by uh, now and then. Absolutely. just, just keep it going, kids. I, the, the the best thing about people that really dive into conspiracy theories is they are oh, so. Desperately trying to stay away from real life and their life that they create, and they ones that really believe it are like. Well,
5: I made up my own conspiracy theory right. about the NFL. I think that right. the Chiefs are going to win this year because of Taylor Swift being involved mm-hmm. with uh, coming in with Travis Kelsey, and they're going to oh, blame no. all of the success on Taylor Swift, and she's the reason why everybody's winning. <laughs>
0: that's that's not new, man. That's 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 been out there since this whole thing started. Oh, that, God damn it! It was. I mean, the, the minute they started dating, it became a big. Oh well, we know who's going to go the Super Bowl. The guys, all good because the. the. <laughs> And when they don't, then what? They, they well, never have an answer, by the way. <laughs> wasn't the
3: first one because she needed to promote her tour or something?
0: Yeah, she, she needed. Well, and the, so it started with that. She desperately needed the help to promote the biggest tour of all time, and and then of course in reverse it was well the the NFL, the fifteen billion dollar NFL, needed her to bring in this other demographic of younger women. Now she is doing that. Oh, yes, but the, the idea is that the NFL approached her and said, "Hey, we got a great idea." You know, you 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 and Travis, you had this public little flirtation. So why don't you hook up with her, and and we'll help promote your tour because you know you you can't, and and you can you can get us young girls because we you know, we can't, and 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 you and and you and Travis. I've got I've got updates by the way on all this crap. I mean, it's just it's spinning. Okay,
3: so do you have the one because you're reminding me of when you're saying like bringing in new fans or whatever that little girl?
0: No, that's stupid. I'm not talking about happy stuff.
3: Okay, but, but she was like best day ever because she was it's not only her first football game but that Taylor Swift was there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like so this, this is the girl and Jason Kelsey. Jason yeah, this okay. is the same girl yeah. Jason Kelsey. No. I had yeah, that story yeah. yesterday. I'm not doing happy news. It's
3: so sweet. Right, that, and boring. Oh my god. And and boring. He's a girl dad, so he was like all the And boring. About, oh my god. Still
0: boring. <laughs> this is why if it bleeds, it leads. Nobody cares. This is sweet. We're <laughs> oh gonna my play gosh. right, and that's boring. <laughs> Jesus Christ, take a hint. We're gonna play Treble <laughs> Trouble right now for a pair of tickets oh, to Williams. see Jerry Seinfeld at the Reno Event Center on Saturday, April 27th. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to give you a three-second song clip. You give us the title of the song, and you win. Call our 18 guesses first, then 19, then 20. And if nobody knows the song. Is it boring? <laughs> Droplets everywhere and no winner. I need a winner. Phone number is 888-989-9811 for Treble Trouble. Rob, anybody, anybody, and Dawn.
2: The Rob, anybody, anybody and Dawn Show.
6: After a nice long holiday break, Rad Radio has one thing to say. When is our next vacation? And now back to the mediocrity that is Rob, anybody, and Dawn.
0: Uh, we got this email uh, from a better class of Rad Radio listener watching us on Rad TV at members.radradio.com. Name is Chris. Hey, Chris. So we just did the Dogwoods Resort Canine Cam where we play videos of uh, not just your dogs but any animals. <laughs> uh, and I wasn't able to watch it, so I'm not sure, uh, Brandon, if you know what he's identifying. He says, "I know it's early," or she doesn't. It's a Chris. I know it's early, but that canine sure looked a lot like an elephant. It sure was.
1: <laughs> yes, it's a new breed. <laughs> What was it? It was an elephant.
0: Yeah. It was, really was yeah. an elephant. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, was,
1: it was people like tourists at an at a elephant oh, sanctuary okay. in Thailand. Because no.
0: I, I never know. For all, for all I know, uh, from, uh, Gina from Dogwoods Resort, one of her great Danes was in the, ah, was in the picture. They're, they're not quite at elephant level yet because she keeps them healthy. They're
3: Clydesdales. Yes, yeah, definitely.
0: <laughs> yeah, they'll be in the Super Bowl commercials for Budweiser. <laughs> uh, I'm uh, I'm uh, violating my uh, main studio rule of having my cell phone in the studio. That's really just a Dawn rule because her ADD oh, would never let her. Yeah, uh, I got calls to make now. Because I got a few updates here. First of all, I know a lot of you have been asking and that's very nice. Uh, 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 As predicted, Christina's gone through the exact same process I did with this ick, this crud or whatever uh, after being down and out for four straight days. Then she felt a little better yesterday uh, and her appetite is back in full force now today. Feels much better, which means tomorrow she should feel it 100%. Oh, good. And four weeks later, Hopefully, she and I are both through uh, this crap. Yeah. Um, now, we were talking earlier about National Pie Day. Yes. Uh, and Dawn, uh, of course, overreacted to something totally meaningless. Uh, don't don't get upset over uh, you know uh, any of the wars going on or famine or crime exactly. in America. Exactly.
3: That's right. Why would you get upset over those things? Right.
0: Get upset that the National Pie Council allowed Cobbler to be included uh, yeah. in
3: their- uh, Atrocious. These s- their... are the topics we should be discussing.
0: I'll finish my sentence now. <laughs> to be included in their survey- <laughs> For uh, <laughs> best pies, uh, and uh, Christina wants. Uh, Christina wrote in and said, uh, with the big eyeball emoji, "Does Dawn know how to make peach cobbler?" I do. She's a huge fan. She would yeah. love. She would love. So keep it. Uh, you know, her I birthday do. is February six.
3: Okay. All right. Oops. I'll make her. I actually learned how to make it. In Texas, where she's from, because there was this peach stand, a fruit stand, and I'm mm. like, "Oh my God, southern peaches have to be the best thing on the planet." Bleh. I'm sorry, we're spoiled here in California. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, "What can I do with these damn things to make them taste good? Cobbler."
0: Yeah, and because she's from <laughs> oh Texas, it's law <laughs> that you have to like cobbler. I can't stand the stuff. So,
3: and and <laughs> even law though
0: <laughs> even though she's a southern woman, she doesn't bake. So that's why. She's, yeah. She's, uh, and
3: the big one of the big differences between pie and cobbler is you're using a biscuit consistency with cobbler. Mm -hmm. Which you do not use with pie. Pie can have it's a pastry crust, or you can even use graham cracker crust and it's encased. Okay. It's a whole thing.
0: Good. And you know where it belongs? Your baking blogs.
3: Uh,
5: so what about those crumbles <laughs> that are on top of cobbler? What are those exactly? You know what I'm talking about? The cinnamon crunchies that you find on like uh Yeah, it's just a crumble. That's it? Streusel. Oh, streusel.
0: Okay.
3: Exactly. A streusel, a crumble, whatever oh, you want to call it. So good on yeah. the cobbler.
5: It makes it mm. so much more delicious. It does.
0: Um, and then the other one is kind of, is kind of, a, kind of a Kyle thing, but I, I, I've mentioned before that uh, my, Christina for years has made fun of what I eat when I wake up. Because I just- <laughs> I do the Horace plan. My dad has always said, "Eat what you want, when you want, whatever sounds good." So, I, I had toast this morning. No, I had English muffin this morning. That's fairly normal. But uh, I've been known to eat uh, leftover shrimp pasta, uh, and oh. it, it became a it became a, a habit for me to make sure I, I left my dish, my dirty dish, on the counter with whatever was remaining, so that she could see what I had eaten <laughs> oh, no. and make fun of me. Yeah. Well. This is what happens when you're together long enough. You start to morph into one another. And now my wife is starting to eat everyday normal leftover food for <laughs> breakfast. So uh, we had we had uh, sloppy joes last night. Oh yum! So her breakfast this morning was sloppy joe toast. Oh,
3: oh
5: that, that would be good. Yeah. Take a yeah. piece of
0: toast put the sloppy joe on yeah. there, warm it up yes. a little bit. So, uh, pretty soon she'll be a 49ers fan and she'll be a pompous ass. Trouble, trouble, trouble,
4: trouble, 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 trouble,
1: Trouble, trouble, trouble. Oh, oh, trouble, trouble. Sloppy Joe Cobble. Trouble,
0: <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, oh, trouble, trouble. Come on, oh, trouble, trouble, trouble. Trouble,
1: trouble, trouble.
0: We got a pair of tickets to see. Jerry Seinfeld at the Reno Event Center, Saturday, April 27th. Matt, your caller, 18. Yo yo, 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 yo. Yo, 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 You will guess first. If you know the song, you win. If not, we'll go to Rob. Morning, Rat. Hi, Rob. Morning. Hi. And Ryan, you're color 20. Hello. Hello. We're going way back for a pop song from uh, Dawn's. I think, I think it was plays at Dawn's uh, high school prom. Uh, it's from
3: 1958. I was born in
0: 1970. Come on, that's totally gettable. What is the name of that song? Matt. Uh, no idea. Okay. What about you, Rob? Whole lot of shaking. Going on. <laughs> Ryan. Whole lot of shaking going on. Yay!
4: Yay! how you know? Yes! Yes! Oh, yeah! Oh, man. Oh, oh we won. Man! Oh, my gosh!
0: sorry Rob you clearly paused way too long and uh you got you got the buzzer but yes the complete song title uh from Jerry Lee Lewis whole lot of whole lot of shaking going on at 8 and 9 a.m. So we're doing the entertainment pile. We got through the Academy Award nominations. Billy Joel's got a new song coming out, uh, and we started to allude to, we got a lot of updates. I know in a lot of ways, a lot of people, including me, uh, are, are, are are already trailered out, but there are a lot of interesting stories that are out there uh, that, that don't have to take away from the enjoyment of the NFL games. And we got a lot of updates from things we talked about yesterday and a lot more information. So let's get to our trailer report. <laughs>
1: Trailer park, gonna
0: have
1: myself a time. Famous faces everywhere, rich folks with big reputations. Going down trailer park, gonna waste up all my time. Apple gossip day or night, people shouting, "That trailer!" Going down the trailer park, so I don't get behind. Make it serious, make it serious, make it serious, different colors. So come on down to trailer park and meet two friends of
0: mine. See, it's it's Travis Kelsey from the the Chiefs and Taylor Swift. That's a terrible name. They're a couple. And so it's trailer. trailer. And I, I I didn't make it. Uh, social media. Maybe, Awful. Uh, okay, let's clear some some things up. Yesterday we uh, we were talking about the, uh, the 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 moment during the game on Sunday night when Travis Kelsey scored one of his two touchdowns, and he he looked up at the box, the, the sky the box. box.
4: <laughs> uh,
0: well, in this case, it was uh, Travis's whole family, including his brother, who made a scene that we'll talk about in a minute. And, of course, his girlfriend, Taylor Swift, and his whole family. And he did the heart thing with the hands, which is which is a Taylor Swift thing. Mm. Um, but also, you know, could it be we, – we still don't know. Everybody assumes, and I think correctly, that he was directing it at Taylor. And uh, we discussed the non-manliness of that. But that's yeah. very Travis Kelsey. That's just that's, – It is. Uh, th- that's very much that. That the stereotype of that generation and he's clearly the, the foo y brother of, of the two. Uh, for sure. <laughs> and then and then as we were talking, we started getting a, a few emails because there was this kiss that was blown as well. Uh, which I had not seen when I was watching the game. But and then and then people started, saying, no, no, he was blowing the kiss at the the, the, the fans like yeah see ya nah, nah. Okay. And I kept saying these are two it, it was two different things entirely. So let's clear this all up. As the game ended, Patrick Mahomes, the quarterback before uh, for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, was leaving the field, and they, they, there are a few, ch- few few Chiefs fans there, right? Sure. And as he was trying to greet them, Bills fans were doing what football fans do—they're throwing snowballs at him. <laughs> and they did the same thing to Travis Kelsey <sighs> oh, uh, during the final minute of the of the game. They were th- making snowballs <laughs> and, and throwing them at him. In that moment, oh, Travis Kelsey man. was blowing kisses. That you know, he he. That's by the way, that's how you do it. I mean, I'm no fan of this guy, but I'll I will judge people individually on their actions. You're you're winning the game, and the fans are so upset they're throwing snowballs at you. You blow them a kiss. It's like what yes. it's like Kyle in his road rage uh, reaction. Oh. Like you don't you don't walk you don't if you're gonna, you shouldn't do anything, but if you don't pull up next to him and flip him off, you give him the you know you, you smile, thumbs up, thumbs down. You this you, is
3: good old taunting. Yeah, yes. exactly. yeah, it's fun.
0: In a separate incident. Earlier in the game, Kelsey blew a kiss to his girlfriend Swift after scoring a touchdown and held up his hands in a heart shape. It was in that order. He blew the kiss, and then he made the the, 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 the heart 12 thing. Hush. Ugh. Well, Dawn, it's young love. They are kind of 12. You know, it's still in that new stage. It's okay. I, you know
3: what? I love love, and I love that they
0: found each other, and it's great, and all of that is
3: wonderful. I, that's just too much. That's too much for a grown man to do. It just is.
0: Hey, Ah. you and I are toxic. (laughs) I I agree with you entirely. A a lot. Look, how many millions of people, men and women, for sure, but men who were watching that game and maybe and have let's make it. They have no connection to the Taylor Swift thing. They're football fans. How many of them went? Oh, I mean, that's just that. That are men. Yes, there were men doing that. I do not know. Absolutely.
3: I do not know one man while watching football that would go, oh, okay. That. Or,
0: or another version. Maybe maybe the guy goes, oh, that's sweet. I mean, look, of course. Look, there's a. I'm not saying it's the majority. I don't have a survey do, on that. Do you know what is sweet? You know, at my house, I'm going, do, oh, for God's sakes. Do, do
3: you know what is sweet that a manly man will say or do, as I mentioned yesterday, right? Which is a separate thing. But these are. We're not as toxic as you think because I love when a father will do that thing. He'll he'll even let his daughter paint his nails and toes and they do all of that. They do the fun little spa day at the house or they're doing tea whatever. They'll dress up in a princess dress at the house with their kid. Lovely, amazing. That that is that is what a man should do with his daughter. This no, my well, God! How do they not see the difference? Those don't go together.
0: They don't. You, you, they can don't be,
3: you can be that guy without blowing a kiss and doing a heart thing.
0: They don't see the difference because they're different and they have a different opinion than you, and they like different <laughs> things. And it's good that <laughs> they can find people that like them. So no. would it be acceptable? If at
5: the end of the game they're interviewing Travis Kelsey and he gives a shout-out to Taylor Swift on how much he loves her and for coming and supporting hey, man. him, is that okay? Is Look, that manly?
0: There, there, there's the, again, the, these are different things. Like, he can do whatever he wants. In my world, no, it's not manly. Uh, if it's done like that, if he actually says, I just want to say thanks, Taylor, for being here. I love you so much. No, I'm, no? I, I'm, I'm vomiting. I'm oh. vomiting at that point. There's a way to say something like, you know what? I just, I, I, Man, my, my life has just been so great for the last many months for so many reasons. I played a great game today. Part of that is Taylor. I'm so glad she was here. And now it's on to uh, Baltimore. That's a man. That's, 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 that's a man. my world, man. But you know what? Again, Kyle, your example, there will be plenty of women and men who would watch that example and go, oh, that's really cool. Fine. So, I mean, I, I judge it, but fine.
3: L- listen. I am all for what you previously just said, obviously. People like different things. They're not going to like <laughs> things I like. I, I get all that, and I think that that is beautiful. I would not expect someone to like what I like. But, but this goes beyond that. This is like
0: destroying men. Oh, stop Like it. they
3: don't exist.
0: Right. Like, 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 uh. you, like when – this is a legitimate example. This is not a Rob hyperbolic example. Okay. Like in the mid-'90s when we went with don't ask, don't tell – Allowing gay men to serve, we destroyed the military. Well,
3: of course not.
0: But, oh, but that was the thing.
3: It was okay. But that was the same that thing. That wasn't about. Was that? You know, honestly, I don't remember. Was it? Were they saying that was going to destroy men?
0: Well, that would be the that would be the next extension. Of course, it's the It doesn't matter that it would destroy men. I'm using well, an they analogy. they wrong, and I'm. <laughs> very good there you go go with that so we can keep going here See,
5: i think travis kelsey should be allowed to do this i, I don't have a problem with it yeah
3: well, he, he is allowed but i mean I
5: we're allowed to make fun of well, him Well, yeah but right. I, I don't think society really should because he's like the epitome well, of like what a man represents he's a professional football player he dates a hot pop star he's got all his ducks aligned he's very successful That well, doesn't make well he man. should be allowed to do it
0: first of all kyle i don't think society should do a lot of things like cancel people for opinions 12 years ago things i'm not gonna do about that Secondly, I'm glad that that is your opinion. I don't think he's the epitome of a man for the reasons that you listed. Just being a football player doesn't make you a man. No. Let's look at all the football players that have beaten the crap out of their wives. That's
3: right. Just okay. dating a hot girl damn make it. A man. So
0: if we go through your whole list. Why do we have to go there? Because you brought it up, man. <laughs> but here's
3: the thing. Soci- he absolutely should be allowed to be who he is. Yes. And society should be allowed to go, you're not a man.
0: That's parts of society, like <laughs> yeah. Dawn and me. And the other ones of you can say, oh, you guys are so toxic. Great, but good. But listen, I do like a lot of things about this guy. I really do. He's Whereas a- I don't. <laughs> like, I, I, my list is very, very short. All right, let's go to the toxic brother, Jason Kelsey. Uh, so he, his, yeah. we played his video yesterday. It went oh. viral. Everybody's seen it by now. I Jason was him. the center for the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, he still is not officially retired, but everybody believes he's going to. Uh, he's a Hall of Fame player. So he was at the game. He was in the box uh, celebrating, uh, watching the game. He, he was out before the game. He was in the Buffalo Bills uh, parking lot tailgating with with fans and, and drinking beer. And then he winds up in the in the the, the luxury box, shirts off the whole time, drinking beer. <laughs> His brother Travis scores a touchdown, and at one point, uh, he actually uh, Jason actually jumps out of the out of the sky box, and he's down there with the fans for uh, for a few minutes, all hairy and big. <laughs>
3: Did you see this video going around yesterday? This dude was like, um. So my wife is, tries to talk to me today. Did you know that Jason Kelsey is retiring, and she wants to have this conversation? And he's like, "Thank you." My wife had no idea who Jason Kelsey was, or that the Eagles even existed until Taylor Swift. Thank you so much, oh, see, Taylor. Back
0: to the conspiracy theory. This is why the NFL brought Taylor Swift in oh, man. to get women involved in the NFL. <laughs> now, um, so Dawn was speculating uh, during the, the the video during the, the conversation yesterday about. What was everybody thinking in the family when, when Jason was acting like this? <laughs> um, and uh, the, I, you, you brought up mom and you thought something like, that's my boy. right? Because
3: the, just the photo that um, y'all showed yesterday, it just she could have been smiling because of the touchdown. But it, I took it as oh, that's my
0: boy just being my boy. So we only have reports on on that. Uh, but yeah. the, the other the other which is that, yes, that, that, that her reaction was again, this is not sourced. So we I don't know. The reaction was she was there were shots of her laughing yeah. and that she was thinking like oh, that's Jason. Now, <laughs> the big question was what did his wife Kylie oh, think? Because
3: she can be a hard ass and, didn't, a- and didn't, she takes no gr- gruff.
0: Didn't you guess that she was that she was like oh here he goes again? Right, kind of yeah. Thing? It was okay. kind of oh. like
3: envisioning that like oh here it is because I I don't think he just. He appears to be such a guy's guy like this and can let loose and have fun. But I don't know, if it, it seems like he's done it before.
0: Uh, so we don't know exactly what her reaction was, but we do have actual video and audio now that can lead us down the, the right direction. Jason Kelsey faced the wrath of his wife, Kylie, oh, oh, no. after ripping off his shirt and jumping into the crowd during the Chiefs' win against Buffalo, according to reports, and sent Patrick Mahomes' dad to play messenger. So Patrick Whoa. Mahomes Sr. was in the box as well.
4: Ruh-ruh.
5: There
0: is viral footage on Twitter X that shows the 36-year-old Eagle Center <laughs> Interacting with fans of both teams, and this is when he's jumped out there, and and and, and he's the high. and then there's this scene. Now it just emerged yesterday, different angle. There's Patrick Mahomes' father, Pat, leaning out on the edge of the window of the skybox, and you can hear him say, "Hey, Kylie said, get your ass back in here!" <laughs>
5: Why does why she got to be like that? He's having fun. Why she got to be a prude-ass bitch?
3: <laughs> I, she's not.
0: A prude-ass bitch.
5: Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, he's celebrating. Wait, he's got to come back in? Why, because he's not with you? Like, what's going on there? No, I, I well, it,
0: well it could, okay, You know what? It could yeah. be that. Maybe she's yeah. exceptionally needy. It could be right. that she's a protective spouse who knows when her, Spouse is going over the line. Yes. Knows there's a point at which he's going to regret this, or maybe somebody's going to regret this, or this is a bad look, and that she's like had enough of his antics. Maybe maybe he's been an absolute (laughs) ass blank all day, and she's had it with him.
3: Maybe when he's done this before, it's ugh for her to deal with the aftermath at home. And she does, she wants to stop him before it reaches that point because she doesn't want to do that again. I mean, I'm going to go those because we don't know, right? No. And, and and just from hearing her when she talks and when she's been on their podcast and how she is, I would imagine it's all those things, you know, you just laid out and then I just said a few, but who
0: who knows? Nobody. I
3: mean, she she could be what Kyle said, right. we, but I don't uh, want to envision that.
0: We don't know anything about them. Even though they have a podcast. <laughs> yeah. They're they're celebrities, they're we don't know anything about them. Nothing. They could be crafting everything, the entire uh. image they, or they they uh, could be heartbreaking, could be all real, eh, almost always isn't. Ugh. Who knows? So, you just have yeah. to make things up. Or, and, and uh, just want to
3: deal with this vomit. Maybe this sometimes has ended in vomit. <laughs> and she's like, No, uh. and then we got the three kids at the house.
0: Right? No, she knows, uh! <laughs> she knows he's at his limit, <laughs> yes, and that he needs to come in and drink water, which she did not. <laughs> oh, and by the way, by the way, oh, I it, stop it. All right, it went. It, 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 I don't know, you two morons yesterday that emailed. Saying he wasn't drinking Bud Light. Yeah, hey, listen. The, remember, I thought Bud Light and he was also drinking Labatt's. Labatt's has a line called Blue Light. Anheuser-Busch bought him in 2009. It was originally a Canadian beer. Mm. So, yes, he was at various times drinking Blue Light. He was also drinking Bud Light. And Bud Light has tweeted out a thank you to, I don't know why people have to say it has to be this one thing that I saw. It was both. But Bud Light is getting the attention because of the Dylan Mulvaney thing and everything else.
3: Yeah, and trying to turn it into something. I think he would have drank whatever you handed him.
0: Yes. It just so (laughs) happened he was getting all (laughs) Anheuser-Busch products.
3: Probably would have drank a Zima if somebody (laughs)
4: had
0: one. Wow. (laughs) Google that, kids. (laughs) Now, here's a rumor that would would have no standing if it wasn't for the source. Yes, we actually have a source. Imagine that, a named source. Former NBC Sunday Night Football sideline reporter, Michelle Tafoya, she's now gotten out of sports, she's gone into more political talk, but she did the sideline reporting for Sunday Night Football when Al Michaels was there for for years. So she's still connected with the sports world. She she has dropped a rumor. She claim and of course she can't reveal her sources, but she insists that she's that she's right. Now I'm not saying I agree with her, but I certainly can see the possibility of this based on other things that I've heard. She says that once this season is over, Travis Kelsey will follow his older brother Jason into retirement.
5: Wow. Well. Why?
0: Wow. Think about it. it. Top of your career, mm. especially if he wins the Super Bowl again. I see. I wonder if this is changes if they don't go to the Super Bowl or whatever. Top of your career, you're never going to get more attention than you are right now. Mm-hmm. You, Don, reported yesterday that he has made said things like he wants to become the next Rock.
3: It's like rumored. Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. Their podcast. There's all sorts of things that they can go do without beating their I- bodies into crap because have you seen? Have you ever met? <sighs> I have, I have been very fortunate to play in, like, celebrity golf tournaments in Lake Tahoe and things like that. Hang out with – have you ever met a professional football player over the age of 50? None of them. Even the quarterbacks can walk and stand up straight and not limp. It is a brutal sport. And maybe – maybe Travis. God knows he doesn't need the money. Maybe maybe he's like, there are a lot of other things I could do, and I've done everything I – he's a Hall of Famer. He And that would be the other thing that that, that, that makes this work for me is – he and his brother could go into the Hall of Fame together. Oh, you got to retire at the same time for that to happen. Gosh. I gotta believe that's a big part of it. I, and and as a 49er fan, I would love to see him go. No need to have the, the one of the greatest tight ends in the game playing against uh, playing for another team other than mine.
5: <laughs> I get it. It's fine. He can go retire. He's done a lot. I'm just gonna be really upset because I can't pick him on fantasy football anymore. <laughs> he's a great tight end to get points.
0: Oh, take sure. uh, take George Kittle. You'll be fine.
3: Oh. I I I'm rooting for. K. K. This could get him on the road to become the rock someday. I'm rooting for the Kelsey family reality show.
0: Oh, that's I, I could want. see that absolutely. Oh,
3: I want that <laughs> s- and again, so much.
0: that's another reason because if you don't do it now, is anyone going to care a year from now? Oh, no. And you have to look at these things. So, if, in, in all, in, if you're if you're plotting for the future, I, yeah. I, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I, I I think it has some. I mean, legitimacy. they could
3: be the next Kardashians, but better.
0: Uh, all right, we got We got to go back. We so remember yesterday we told you about david everybody remember david like the, the stalker yeah that's oh. all we knew that's all we knew a guy named david was arrested in front of taylor swift's apartment in new york because he tried to get in and of course that the story became he's a stalker of taylor swift there was no context in this in this story <laughs> just that he was I mean, who else lives in this building it, it, he didn't say anything he peered into the building he tried to open it and that so now that was the story but well, we have a lot more information now where we can bring this all together okay. and confirm that yes yes he is a Taylor Swift stalker. Oh. Uh, first of all, we've got a last name, David Crow. He's 33 years old. Uh, he was, you may remember, wearing tan pants, a cream hoodie, and a navy overcoat. And he was arrested on Saturday for trying to break into the apartment building of Taylor Swift, he was pictured first peering into Swift's lobby of her apartment building before ending up in cuffs, and he was technically arrested because because so, cops were called because this guy's acting weird, right? And so the cops kind of come around. They say, okay, he's looking in the window, and so you know, the, hey, you got your ID, kind of thing. Uh, and uh, they took him into custody on Saturday for an active warrant for failing to answer summons in 2017. So there, oh, Jesus. there was oh, a reason. Why? That's wow. not news. I reported that yesterday. Well, Thank I, you. I,
3: I just forgot. Um, <laughs> it's, it's not on you.
0: It's not that I wasn't no. listening. Oh, I
3: guess it is. In the moment, <laughs> I was listening. You, you, you you just don't and retain just, what I say.
0: It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> childhood issues. It's but fine. It, it, it's it, my it, problem, not yours. But listen,
3: here's where I wanna help you with oh. that. It's not it's not just with you. It could mm. be with anyone. Yeah, what my brain decides to hold and not hold. So it's not because yeah. you said it, I know, right? I know. Brandon, but... who you know I love, could have said it and I would I could have forgotten. Oh no, you wouldn't have. But <laughs>
0: You wouldn't have, because Brandon's voice does a different thing to your brain. It means more to you. It's fine. I, I, have been taught this since I was young. It's okay. So this guy wasn't doing anything illegal oh necessarily. Not at, right? not, not at that one. Not at that one. They, was, they had every right to approach him. You know, it's suspicious behavior. It was when they ran his ID and said, "Oh, you've got a warrant." Boom, you're gone. Got I don't even
3: think you could have a warrant for that long. Well, I, I mean, I don't think you would long be in jail, and they'd find you.
5: They're
0: not, they're not tracking you down because you didn't show up at a traffic court violation. You know, that's not exactly what the SWAT team's for. It's like, well, when we get him, we get him. So, of course, you know, you're not going to be held in custody forever on that deal. So uh, uh, he, he, he was arrested for a to answer summons from 2017, did whatever he had to do uh, over the weekend. And then yesterday, he was outside Taylor Swift's $20 million apartment again. Oh, just okay. can't get enough. Wow. Uh,
3: Dang, that is ballsy.
0: He was, just uh, got
3: released.
0: By the way, he's wearing the exact same clothes. Uh, Shocker. Uh, neighbors saw an emotionally disturbed male, as they described it, skulking around the singer's Tribeca apartment while holding flowers. Oh. Not creepy at all. Uh,
3: Right? Maybe Uh, to
0: apologize. (laughs) He'd have to clean up a little more to be holding flowers and be looking like he's acceptable. Were they
3: nice flowers?
0: (laughs) Uh, This time, uh, he was uh, arrested and charged with two counts of harassment and stalking. Because at this point, there's a pattern, and so they can get him uh, for that. And a neighbor... After the fact, told the New York Post that the man had been regularly outside the building since Christmas.
4: Oh, God. Uh, oh.
0: Sitting on the doorstep, chain oh. smoking, telling people <laughs> he was there to see Taylor oh, Swift. Oh, my
4: gosh. Uh,
0: one other oh. quick note. Uh, the big thing that is trending through all of this on a multiple sites multiple, is people are now rooting for the Baltimore Ravens this weekend solely to put an end to the Taylor Swift story. If the Ravens win, the Chiefs are out. No more Taylor Swift. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The
2: Rob, Anybody. anybody, and Dawn Show.
6: Welcome to twenty twenty four. It's a presidential election year. So good lord, we're all doomed. Let's just get
0: back to Rad Radio. Couple of emails. rad at radradio.com. First one's from Daniel. Hi Daniel. Says today is my 39th birthday. Oh my, oh my gosh, god. still so young. Says yes, I am old, I feel it in my knees. Oh my god. I've always wanted a shout out. That's a good thing you wrote, you're running out of time, pal. <laughs> By the way, Rob, love the new show with Steve. Well, thank you. Uh, Every day, 10 a.m., mix Picks uh, daily show on uh, both Rad TV. You can watch us do it uh, live. You can listen uh, at members.radradio.com. It's on the app as well. And if you're in Sacramento, it's on the radio at 104.7 FM, 890 AM. We'll be back uh, this morning. Uh, at 10 a.m. Talk about the Kings breaking their four-game losing streak yesterday. Oh, God. Uh, Jim Harbaugh might be much closer to where he's going to wind up coaching, in the Baseball Hall of Fame announcement is tonight. We'll go through all of that and more. Uh, Stevie also wrote in and said, My husband and I are hoping you can give a birthday shout-out to our middle maggot in training who turns 10. Oh. Poor guy has to deal with his older and younger sister on uh, the daily. Yeah, oh. middle
3: kid syndrome. Oh, and
0: he's sandwiched between two girls. Oh, mm. no, no. He's one of the sweetest kids for now. <laughs> yeah. And his big wish is for a birthday shout out. He hates when Rad isn't on in the mornings, and he always wants to hear what he calls Rob Radio. The second we're in the car. A couple of quick uh, updates. Uh, I, I can't tell if this is sarcasm or not, but uh, one of the things with uh, the whole uh, Taylor Swift Travis Kelsey relationship is that it's, it's all it's all rigged. It's not real. It's all its all a marketing ploy for her show and the league to bring women in. And so we talked about how after his, one of his touchdowns on Sunday night, Travis Kelsey went, looked up at the box where Taylor Swift was, and he did the little heart hand thing Man. that's very Taylor, and blew her kiss. Uh, Robert says, I think he did the heart hands and blue kiss because he's doing it for the young Swifty fans that are now watching football. I'm sure he's getting paid extra money to do those stupid things. Of course. It has to be that. <laughs> it, can't, it can't be that he's fruity. It has to be that there's some type of – of connection, a conspiracy theory, because if it's just life, well, gee whiz. you um, just
3: don't even know, like, when you see that, how that enters your mind, right? It's like, oh, wow. Like, maybe it's as much as what you did. You groaned, or someone else went, oh, that's sweet, and then the game just continues.
0: Hard to tell with the psychology of it, but the first thing I think of, of it's a it's a defense mechanism. Well, he's not doing it because he really believes that he's doing because he's getting paid because that justifies it.
3: with each one it's ten thousand right. dollars it,
0: it justifies things when you <laughs> tell people somebody's doing something remember the the, the the woman who wrote in yesterday well whatever he's doing it doesn't matter if it's manly or not his, his, his jersey sales are through the roof uh-huh. as long as there's revenue involved it's like mm-hmm. oh okay cool Oof. uh greg wrote in talking about uh, uh other ways to uh, to ex- to uh, maybe acknowledge your person says i was wondering what is your th- <laughs> so he's okay he, i know what he's trying to do here ha 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 and I don't know if it's a serious question or not. It says, I was wondering, what is your thought if after scoring a touchdown, would it be appropriate and manly to look up at the stands at your person and do the two fingers to your mouth, lips to the tongue split? You know, you're simulating dining at the Y. I don't know if that's a serious question, but being crass is not manly either.
3: No, again, I go back to are you 12?
0: I mean, seriously.
4: <laughs> I mean, Jesus, Lord.
3: And
0: on the issue of eating uh, eating regular food, leftover food, first thing in the morning for <laughs> breakfast, which I've been doing for years, and now my wife is morphing into me. She had uh, sloppy Joe toast.
3: I mean, that sounds fantastic. Uh, that, that should be a breakfast thing.
0: J- Jason wrote in and said, uh, We just had left uh, leftover Swedish meatballs on eggs oh, for breakfast. Oh, that sounds great. Oh, man. Too. Yeah,
3: absolutely. Oh, our budget frozen food food still around
1: i think so oh
3: man i loved as a kid yeah. their budget swedish meatballs those were the kings so Un- unfortunately good. And i don't want to know yeah. what the meat really was but and, it and was good my wife and i were just talking about this
0: last <laughs> night because she had a craving for a, a watermelon laffy taffy yes oh, nice.
3: oh yes
0: like so many things oh. she took a bite and went it's not the same no. summer. And oh, I've had the same experience with so many of these frozen dinners. You know what? Because yeah.
3: they take some chemical out of it that we shouldn't have.
0: Right. And they put another one God. in. God. Yeah, know. that's no good. Or, or or they don't do anything that Dawn just said. They're just <laughs> doing it for budget purposes. Either way, <laughs> so many things have changed. Did you get
5: a yes. look at the Laffy Taffy candy? Was it the big one with the little watermelon yeah. seeds in it still? Yeah. It was oh, the big one. it's different? Oh, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, and I
0: hate watermelon, so I didn't try it. I can't confirm. Oh. I wouldn't know. Uh, an hour from now, we'll be in the middle of talking to Shelby Elias from financewithshelby.com. Lots of emails. have already. I mean, we already get lots of emails for shelby but it's exponentially more uh so uh email us rad at radradio.com you'll be able to call and talk to him uh, as well then tomorrow morning uh officer pat our security chief will be here for his annual visit to remind us about the 48th annual pig bull guns and Woo-woo! hoses charity football game which is cops versus firefighters playing football this saturday at capitol christian the kids safety fair kicks off at 11 a.m pregame 12 30 kickoff at one, Pat will talk about the uh, charity event, the game, and everything else tomorrow. And then on Thursday, the Circles guys are going to be back. They will uh, be here for the long awaited update. That's Circles with an S. Uh, for all of you, all of us that have invested in uh, Circles, the positive social media app that we call the Yelp Killer, they've got an update on where we are. In terms of revenue for those of you who don't even have anything to do with the, the investing just the release date and what what we've done with the app what it looks like uh and for those of you going oh well, this this sounds interesting maybe i can i can i still get in on this they'll have a, an answer to that in details that'll be tomorrow mo- no that's thursday morning with the sorry we're so busy this week <laughs> circles guys thursday tomorrow is officer pat about 45 minutes from now is shelby from finance with shelby.com good lord and Here's how the Dr. Rob segment works. you got a question, a comment, a problem of your own, Our phone number is 888-989-9811. You can always write to the Dr. RAD at radradio.com. Remembering, I am not really a doctor, and you should suck it. This is from a name-withheld woman. Hey, girl. I'm going to do this in two parts because there's a little twist. Well, for me, there was a little twist at the end here, Uh, but it could just be nothing more than words matter. You know, I get a little wordy now. You do. You do love words. She says, uh, hey, Dr. Rob, I went on a first date over the weekend. We met on a dating app. We went out to dinner at a restaurant that neither of us had been to before. Well, or so he said. It's like his place. He had to go in the day before and go, pretend you've never met me when I show up. (laughs) All right, I want to be my home field advantage. Or it's like
3: the place he takes all his dates. Yeah.
0: (laughs) We went out to dinner at a restaurant neither of us had been to before. He was a perfect gentleman, better looking than I was expecting, super nice, and we had a decent conversation. Now, maybe it was nerves, but... I just didn't feel any kind of spark. Oh. I'll admit I have almost no dating experience as I've not taken dating apps very seriously. And it's scary meeting strangers from the Internet. Mm. He's made it clear that he wants to see me again, but I'm not sure if that's what I want. Am I giving up too soon? Would going on a second date feeling this way be considered leading him on? Now, I'm, I'm pausing here because based on everything that she said at that point, my advice was going to be, I mean, it's not really – when you put everything in, in, in perspective – it's not really leading them on based on what you're saying because you, you, you admit you were nervous. You admit you don't have a lot of dating experience. And I know there are a bunch of foo-foo people out there that say, well, if you don't feel it right away, if you don't feel it in the first seven seconds, it's not going to work. That's lovely for them, but it doesn't apply to everyone. And a second date is not leading someone on. A, a second date, if, it, if it's the same thing, because you might be wildly surprised. Maybe he was nervous. Maybe he wasn't presenting his best self. Maybe there just wasn't a connection. If after a second date you feel the same way and you just kind of go, you know, I really like you. You're a nice guy, but that, that that's different. You're not, If he accused you of leading him on, he's a jerk. That was going to be my advice.
3: Well, and thus far I don't know what she's looking for, like what her intentions in dating are. Some people date just because they want to have – random sex or get a, a bed buddy so in that case right it's that seven second oh i didn't feel it so right, right. If, if that is what you are looking for then why bother but if you're looking for well, something, she clearly isn't right if you're looking for something more meaningful that has the potential to last you, you have to give it a second go and that's it i mean you, you do
0: you know you know we're not I mean, telling you to go out with it them for three months right
3: but i mean feeling you, the same way yeah because sometimes something could spark something could spark A conversation could spark what you said was missing the next time. And you never would have known that had you not at least given it a second try.
1: Maybe the letter writer doesn't necessarily want to have to go through the the process of going on a date again. Like maybe there's an in-between because when you're dating somebody or you meet somebody from a dating app and you first meet them, there's a lot of surface level stuff. You're not really getting to the deeper parts of of them and allowing a spark to ignite. So if you don't necessarily want to go on a date, maybe just have some phone calls or allow yourself to text. And get to know each other a little bit more, and see if there's anything that uh,
0: gets moving. Great advice. That's, that's, that's there's a middle ground advice. For okay. Sure. Okay. So he want he's he made it clear he wants to go out with you again. You put him off for a week, but you 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 interact with you know you got plans or whatever. But you yeah. interact on a regular basis and get him to interact and and see what the the because yes I mean I'm sorry old people, texting is conversing. After you've met a person you are having a conversation and and that's a great way good good, good for you Brando Well
5: maybe there was no spark maybe I don't know how nervous they were But was there no kiss at the end of the night was there no hug was there no like like feeling or anything like that
3: But that's okay I don't It doesn't know. always does, happen the first time you go out with somebody. Does there
5: have to be for No, like,
1: there,
3: there doesn't have to
5: be. I'm just saying like a spark could have happened if you were to go that way. Hmm. And she doesn't mention uh, any
3: type
0: of how the of how the date ended or anything. I need
3: to feel a spark first before I'm giving you a kiss or a hug. Even a hug? Uh, th- I'm so sorry. Ugh. That sounds so judgy. <laughs> Maybe there are people to exactly what Kyle's saying. If they hug you, they'll like, oh whoa, they feel a spark, right? So, of course, that can be – but I don't even want to hug you unless I have felt a spark, right? I don't know. So, and and to to Kyle's point, that maybe we're all set up differently. Some people, if they go ahead and kiss you, right? Because we do hear about that where they're surprised by the kiss. That was like, whoa, they weren't expecting a spark or something to happen like that.
0: And to your question, Dawn, earlier, there's obviously absolutely nothing wrong with – I don't know if they they met at the restaurant or if he picked her up or whatever. That's old school thing. It's nothing wrong with, hey, thank you. I had a great night. And you just walk away and you don't touch at all. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. As a guy, I wouldn't be like, oh, well, that didn't work out. It's like, well, I really like her.
3: My experience when I was younger dating – the the for me anyway the ones where there was a spark immediately were the most dysfunctional relationships I had because that's all we had that's all we had was the spark and so the spark we just let get us through everything the fights but they weren't really getting us through it it was just like okay now we'll just have sex you know like that so sometimes it's okay if there's n- but she was already attracted to him so that's good she said he was good looking so you might get a spark as time goes on so
0: and, and so that that. Okay, so we're basically all on the same page for yeah. the most part. But right. now, again, maybe I'm just putting too much power in this one word. Because at this point, I was, I was getting the story ready. I was highlighting the, the email. And I was like, well, I know what I'm going to say here. And they went, oh, wait a minute. Uh-oh. So <laughs> last last sense, you know, uh, he's made it clear he wants to see me again. Not sure if that's what I want. Am I giving up too soon? Would go on a second date if you feeling considered uh, leading him on? The thought of seeing him again is very unappealing to me. Oh. Oh, what are you well, doing that? Even yeah. though he did absolutely nothing wrong, I just don't believe he's my person, and I don't want to waste his time or mine. Am I putting too much power in unappe very unappealing? No. no. I mean, the the way that to me was like, wait a minute, that you it. The whole email, she's kind of like, "Oh, I'll admit, I haven't dated. I'm not sure it's what I want." And then, whoa, very unappealing. That almost sounds like you're you're putting yourself in a in a horrible situation. She's
1: trying to be nice in the beginning of the email. She's trying to see it from from his perspective, but also she hasn't had a lot of experience in dating, so she doesn't know is there something I'm missing here? Is is there something that that should be happening or that I should be looking out for? But ultimately, at the end of the letter, she she answers her own question. Pass. Move on. If it's that, right.
0: Okay. So you agree. If it's that bad, if she's, if she's being literal with that. Yeah. Then no, you can't put yourself in that situation. Yeah.
5: Yeah. I feel the same way. Like, absolutely. If you get that feeling, you're like, oh, I don't want to see him again. There's something there. He said something. He did something you didn't like. Maybe psychologically you, you interpreted it differently, but yeah, don't do it. And. uh, thing oh I, sorry i lost my train of well, thought there okay.
1: it doesn't necessarily even have <laughs> to be anything that he says it could be just the way he breathes or just the yeah. energy like if she if she just is not feeling it go ahead
5: oh yeah but if she's not feeling it like also maybe she's scared that she's not going to find somebody else because like she's new to dating maybe she had a good conversation going with this dude and she's not getting that with anybody else and then she's like man i don't want to start over maybe i should give a second chance but i don't like him uh
3: Mm-hmm. I think it was like when she had said, like, it's all coming together now, she doesn't have much experience. But with the dating app, she didn't say dating, right? It was just like with a dating no, app. No, she so says, I've, I have almost no
0: dating experience. No
3: dating experience. Okay. So, um, and your second part of that email changes everything. So the thing that you need to take comfort in is nothing horrific needs to happen for you then to say, no, I don't want to date you. Good people, this is what dating is for, nice, wonderful people constantly meet up, have a date or two, and go their separate ways. Just because they're both nice, lovely people doesn't mean they're supposed to be together. Nothing horrific has to happen for you to say no to a second date. It's either there or it isn't, and and if it's unappealing, no, move on. Don't waste
0: your time. To to Brandon and Kyle's point, there's something there, too, and, and you might never figure it out. There could be something deep-seated psychologically about this guy that that is triggering something in your subconscious that you're not even aware of. Mm -hmm. His mannerisms, the way he breathes, as uh, as Brandon said, maybe he used a word like Kyle was alluding to that that your 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 mind goes back somewhere and goes, oh, I I don't want to, and it doesn't come out that it doesn't come out like 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 he reminds you of your worst uncle ever, but it processes in a way goes. Yeah, it's just not I – mean, I mean, if you get to very unappealing, there's yeah. no reason to be going out with them. <laughs> and again. it's
3: just not your person. Haven't, even not dating, have you met people where you're like, okay, yeah, they'll just never be my friend? Not that they're awful, horrible, have done anything wrong. They're just not your tribe. They're just not your people. And that, that I put him in this category because you start out getting to know each other as friends, and he's just not your tribe.
0: Uh, all right, one more. This is also from a name-withheld woman. Totally different subject. Says, hey, Dr. Rob, I'm head-coaching my two boys – Stop it. Who are 9 and 10, their Little League team for the first time this year. Oh, my God, how fun. Little background, I love baseball. I played for eight years, center field and second base, and I would have kept going had my backwards hometown in the 90s allowed girls over 15 to play. Softball was the only option, and I hate softball. Yeah, because you're tough.
3: Stop it.
0: (laughs) I umpired and was a league... Little League assistant until I left for college. Nice. Fast forward to today, I've been volunteering for a few years, helping with my kids' team. Our head coach retired and a few people asked me if I'd consider throwing my hat in, so I did. Well, that's quite the parent group we got there. Stop it. Look around and everything, they go, okay, I guess the woman is the hey. one. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> a
3: woman? Coach. Uh, sure. And you know uh, it.
0: Baking competitions. Oh, mm-hmm. stop it. Uh, female swimmers. <laughs> she can wear coach purses. Oh, there <laughs> you go. <laughs> Co- crocheting. Oh, don't, don't, don't worry, letter writer. I will be serious after we... we have. To, I have to get this out of my system. All right? And I, I will answer your question.
3: Oh, Lord.
0: She says, surprise, surprise, the board accepted my application. Oh, <gasps> Yay! How woke of them.
3: Stop it. Right now. I'm checking that box. Code! Fuck! Uh. <laughs>
0: Uh, It's major's division Full of old school asshat coaches uh, I had my first meeting with all of them last night And heard, oh, you're the new girl coach uh 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 (laughs) I'm keeping my cool As I know they're just a bunch of Misogynistic blank heads
3: Not, Not worth your time Yeah,
0: of course they're misogynistic They hate women to say things like that Absolutely, good for you And they're just trying to get a rise out of me My concern is not making a complete idiot out of myself on the field. I've been rereading the Little League rule book. Yes, the whole thing. I've read it three times now. That's funny. Uh, We actually, as men, have it downloaded into our system when we're born.
3: Stop it. God.
0: I know how to communicate well with the kids, motivate them, and most importantly, how to make the game fun and competitive. My question to you as a former player and coach is what advice slash wisdom can you share? Any tips for a newbie coach? Well, sure, and I assume you're asking within the context of what you're of the whole setup that you're the you're the female coach in a man's world not like you want me to tell you drills you should be running and other tips if, if, if you want that you can just email it back and i'll do it with you directly not really mass appeal radio no so really okay all, all kidding aside first of all I, I do have some advice that i i think will will help you moving forward and the first thing is perspective you, and i understand the defense mechanism of they're all just a bunch of misogynistic blank heads trying to get a rise out of me that's not true I'm sure one or two of them are, maybe most of them are. Some of them are just go along to get along guys. And they might actually be really nice guys. And they don't have whatever, the cojones, the ability yet, and and who knows if they will, to pull you aside and go, hey, look, you know, I'm sorry, we're razzing you. You know, welcome. I can I can help you out. That might happen. But even if it doesn't, they're not not every one of them. I know you need a motivator, and that's cool. And you should be motivated by the fact that clearly, clearly, some of them are are okay with with razzing you and not making it clear that they're razzing you. See it would at least the way you're presenting it. It's one thing. I mean, you, look. Sorry, workplace, little league coach. There's a hazing process for all of us everywhere, man or woman. We all have. There's all the, the, the you all and we pick. We pick. At, we kind of, try at, at whatever we think is the soft spot, and I mean this is easy and lazy. Ah, okay. she, she's got boobs.
3: No, I like that though. This could just be a hazing thing. Wait,
0: you, look. You think every let's, let's, let's I don't know how many teams are in there. Let's say there's ten coaches, and many of them have been there for years. You think every new guy coach that shows up is welcomed with open arms by every other guy? There's, there, there's a lot. I'm like, oh, look at this loser.
3: They got to razz him.
0: So so put put that in perspective, and that and then that is not to take away from the fact that yes, you are a woman and you have more to prove. Which brings us to my other piece of advice. You say you know how to communicate well with the kids. You know how to motivate them. You know how to make the game fun and competitive. You know the rule book. Then deal with that and win. That's what you do. You just win. You, put, you This is all noise. What, listen, what do you care? Okay, back it up. Yes, it's disrespectful. Yes, it, it, they, look, first of all, like you said, they're trying to get a rise out of you. Well, you wrote me. They got some kind of rise out of you. Let it go.
3: Yeah, don't let them. And,
0: and first of all, be... I would suggest in, you, you pick what's right for your personality. One way you could go is give it back to them. When they, whenever they say anything sexist to you, give it back to them. Come on. Do you, do you know how to insult men? <laughs> do it. But if that's not your personality, go the other way. Just be nice Just, or laugh or, or maybe, maybe you do something in the middle like, <laughs> well, well, we'll see at the end of the season. And then just go out and win, Do, and, and, and that's what motivates you. I've got nothing else other than that because the, because when you get caught up in this, it's going to distract you from communicating well with the kids, motivating them, and making the game fun and competitive. And, and, like, in the middle of the game, you might let that make some bad decisions for you.
3: Because we don't know fully yet what their intentions are, it could just be as innocent as what Rob was saying, that, that they, they give grief to any new coach that comes in and because you're a female that it that would be the lazy thing <laughs> to go ahead and pick and do yes low hanging fruit right. we call yeah, it yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then maybe as time goes on it's kind of like lessons but there might be the one or two that hold on to it okay maybe they're the real jerks that are misogynistic the main thing is whatever whatever their intentions are not to allow them to have any power over you that's how you show your power and your strength is it doesn't bother you. It bounces right off of you. And however you show that, as Rob already said, laughing it off, snip, you know, kind of half smile, or you have a really good comeback. But it's like your kids are watching you with every interaction you have with them. If the kids are present, and you definitely want to show them, which I'm sure you already know, the high road because we don't always have to have a snarky, terrible comeback to another adult. In front of a child, right? It's always not. We think it's the best lesson there, but the best lesson for them is to see how people can hold their heads high and still perform and get the job done without giving into people that are jerks.
1: Now you can show off your power and maybe wins over, win over some hearts and tummies by bringing in some fresh baked chocolate chip cookies to the next meeting.
6: Doctor Rob is not a real doctor. Guys love cookies. The doctor on the radio. Most of the time, he's full of crap.
0: You can write to the doctor anytime, R-A-D, at radradio.com. We're going to play The Pressure Cooker right now for a pair of tickets to see Jerry Seinfeld at the Reno Event Center on Saturday, April 27th. Pressure Cooker is our daily trivia game we play every single day, although we don't get a winner every single day. sure don't. It is trivia. You either know it or you don't. You don't. Five right, 30 seconds. None of that matters unless you're Caller 18 right now. You can do it. 888-989-9811. Caller 18 plays The Pressure Cooker. Rob. Anybody. anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. Anybody. And Dawn Show.
6: If your New Year's resolution was to stop making poor life choices, what are you doing listening to this show? <laughs> Welcome back to Rad Radio.
0: Well, we got this email, rad@radradio.com at radradio.com from Tiffany. Hi, Tiffany. Says, I'd like to send a big birthday shout out to my amazing boyfriend, Dan. He is a huge fan, doesn't miss the show. We actually had a Rob and Christina sighting a couple years ago at the Jim Jeffries show in Reno. I had bought him tickets for his birthday and he was starstruck.
3: Aww, nice. at Jim Jeffries?
0: <laughs> it, was a, it was a sighting. Did you even come up and say oh, hi? We yeah. met. We met a ton of listeners on oh. that. I uh, says he will be 45. Oh, yeah, no, I didn't I didn't meet any elderly people. After being in a couple toxic relationships myself, I hadn't dated in years. We met at work, and he asked me out for a drink, and here we are over five years later. Aww. He asks for nothing. He would rather me not get him anything for holidays, birthdays, Christmas, etc. So getting a birthday shout-out would make his day. Will you please wish Dan a happy birthday? Oh,
2: happy, happy birthday, now eat your f- cake. Happy, happy birthday, or we'll punch you in the face. Also,
0: quick update. For Kyle, I, uh, we, we were mentioning, uh, Dawn brought up the uh, the old school banquet frozen dinners, and I, and I reminded everyone, it's like everything from our youth, from our teens, from our adoles- it's it's changed. It's not the same. Boo! Some of it is our taste buds evolving. Sure. Some of it is the changes in chemicals, recipes, ingredients, things like yeah. that. So my wife, and of course, by the way, because this is how we do things at Williams Manor, she decided she wanted to, she hadn't had a watermelon Laffy Taffy. Oh, yeah, so so God forbid she just stopped by Seven Eleven and grabbed one. She of course buys an entire box from Amazon. Oh,
4: yeah, nice.
0: <laughs> and gets halfway through one, throws it on the table, and says, "Ugh, they're not the same." So I was Damn mentioning it. that. Uh, and uh, and Kyle was asking about the, and yes, the big one. So she wrote back in. Or wrote back in. My wife texted me. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, and said, uh, there are no seeds in them anymore. No. Um, She says, of course, and then, then the attorney in her comes out and says, probably a dumb liability thing over the years, already choking. Okay.
1: Probably.
0: Uh, but she says, yes, they're the big ones, but I'll send some to the studio to give to Kyle tomorrow. Yes. She does say they aren't good. She says, the tang isn't as tangy anymore. No. It tastes more creamy. No.
4: We need the yeah. tang.
5: They're a little sour. That's what's yeah. so good about them. Exactly.
0: And then she does say maybe my taste wasn't mature. So we'll let Kyle decide tomorrow. Uh, Thank you.
4: It's time to test your brain, pressure cooker. It's a trivia game. Oh, did
3: you love Tang? No, I was no? never a Tang oh, kid.
0: Sonny D, yes, but not Tang. Oh. I
1: particularly like the uh, Tang from the Poon Province. Yes,
0: I knew that was ah. coming. All right, we have a pair of tickets to see Jerry Seinfeld at the Reno Event Center on Saturday, April 27th. Oh, Caller 18 is Jeff. Good morning, Jeff. Hello. 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 All right, your timer's going to begin when I finish reading the first question, which is true-false. So you got a 50-50 shot. You get that one right and then four more to win. Pass any questions you want. We'll do a recap when we're done to get view your score and everyone playing along the answers. And I got to take the first thing you say. So if you say tangy and then you say creamy, I have to take tangy as your answer. Do you have any questions? No. All right, good luck. True or false, bologna was invented in Germany. Oops. True. Oh, hold on a second. <laughs> hold on a second. This will not affect the playing of the game because the timer had not started. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to start the timer knowing he said true, and we're going to go from there. All right? <laughs> all right? What type of reptile is an anaconda? The Sacramento Kings have played 42 games this season. How many total wins do they have? 30. What type of animal caused the Great Chicago Fire of 1871 by knocking over a lantern? An elephant. What actor hosts the new game show called The Floor? Uh, In what country was Haagen-Dazs ice cream developed? Germany. What is the capital city of the state of Maine? Ah. Yes, okay. Ah.
3: I love this guy. We, uh, he seemed exhausted by the questions. We always anyway. uh, wait
0: for the answer uh, after the buzzer. That was uh, seven questions.
3: You only need five.
0: True or false, baloney was invented in Germany. He said, what did he say? True? He said that was uh that was true. Okay. Why did I write He did say that was true? I don't know. Honestly, I don't I remember. I thought he did. He said true. It's not going to affect the outcome here. Okay. okay. But- for some reason, I didn't I didn't mark it right. Anyways, uh, the answer is Italy. I I wound up for some reason I wound up down a bologna hole last yesterday. <laughs> it just it occurred to me. And I started googling. So bologna oh. comes from Bologna, Italy. Uh, it's the Italian ancestor of the original bologna, which is mortadella, or as they say in Italy, mortadelle. Mm, yeah, I uh, which I I love mortadella, but not the original with the pistachios in it. Oh. Oh, man, they, oh
3: God, Us Italians love pistachios. Ugh. They're great. I love them too. I don't God. need them in my meat. Oh, but they put them in everything.
0: Yeah. Uh, it actually it can be traced back as far as ancient Rome. We know from 1661, bologna had a bologna. Um, it was brought to the United States, though. This is the German connection by German immig- immigrants.
1: Oh. oh, I thought Tony Bologna brought it over.
0: Uh, and then in the, during the Great Depression, <laughs> bologna came really popular. It was America's favorite lunch meat for decades because it was so uh, cheap. And oh. then there's my favorite form of bologna, which isn't even really a bologna, but it's called a bologna, Lebanon bologna, oh. <laughs> uh, which is uh, a Pennsylvania Dutch smoked sausage, but they call it mm-hmm. Lebanon bologna. And my dad, you know, Pennsylvania Dutch. What were you pointing at? What did you think I was going to say? I thought you were
1: going to say Fried bologna yeah. Oh well, yeah. The they fried
0: really bologna. have it that, that, is this, that is Oh no yes.
3: but, but from my childhood <laughs> White bread Ugh. Two pieces of white bread Miracle whip Ugh. Bologna And American cheese
0: Amen Oh Yeah oh. And, and and so disgusting And my Ooh. wife eats them To this day <laughs>
5: oh, So good You gotta put Doritos Ooh. The nacho cheese oh. version oh, On
3: them no. Oh yeah That's oh. fancy no, you, you, that. you,
0: you, you get rid of the bread You throw it in the frying <laughs> pan With some butter <laughs> 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 What type of reptile is an anaconda? He said it was a snake. The Sacramento Kings have played 42 games this season. How many total wins do they have? He said 30. Is that 29 now? 24. Oh. Uh, They uh, beat the Hawks 122-107 last night uh, to uh, break the four-game losing streak. They look forward to Thursday uh, when they'll play the Golden State Warriors. We'll talk about all this on the Mixed Pick Sports Show at 10 a.m. on uh, Rad TV, on the Rad Radio app, and in Sacramento on 104.7 FM, 890 a.m. What type of animal caused the Great Chicago Fire of 1871 by knocking over a lantern? This is interesting. All of those elephants in Chicago.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I was going to say a tiger. but
0: Yes, because those those were roaming around uh, back in uh, 1871. A dog? A mouse? (laughs) Really? That's a cow. It's a famous story. Is it? Uh, (laughs) Mrs. O'Leary's cow. Uh, knocked over a lantern and started the massive fire. They had a, a big barn or a big a big farm or whatever. In the end, uh, 300 people died.
4: Oh. Yikes.
5: And we're
0: talking about 1871, so it's not like the fire trucks rolled up. They had to wait two days for the rain to show up.
3: Jesus.
5: And
0: put out the fire. Where's
3: the hydrants?
0: Right. They had buckets. They, they had mi- to run yeah. to the lake. Mr. O'Leary was <laughs> yeah. the
4: hydrant.
7: Give me
0: more water. Drink, 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 drink. <laughs> uh, he passed on oh, what actor no. hosts the new game show called The Floor. Rob Lowe. Have you checked this out? No. Okay. Oh. Uh, the, here, here, so uh, real quick, the premise. Is, 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 so there's a category, whatever, uh, medical supplies, and two contestants. Two contestants are going head to head, and they show a picture of a medical supply, and you have to say what it is, like scalpel, uh, you know, uh, gloves, whatever. It's a fun game to watch and play along with. The it. Oh my God. The rules are so convoluted. Oh. My wife has an entire whiteboard from the other night. Where she tried to follow along, okay, so this person has this category, but then they they won, but now their category's gone. Because they inherit the category, because you come into the category. That's so, so funny. You come in with a category. <laughs> like, uh, maybe I would go in with uh, baseball, whatever. So so that means, oh, I'm an expert at baseball. Can you beat me at baseball? But then sometimes, I never get to play my baseball category. Why? It, I don't know. They don't explain you it. look
3: at the whiteboard.
0: I mean, you should see this. <laughs> I laugh every morning. It's still sitting there. It looks like Einstein her. working out the theory of that is relativity. Great.
3: Where do you where, where where do you watch it? Where's what's on? It's on Fox or Hulu. Oh, it's on. Okay.
0: Uh, in what country was haagen ice cream developed? He said Germany. Why not? You know we said that earlier. It sounds German. The, the Netherlands. The United States of America.
3: Oh, oh. go USA!
0: Has uh, absolutely nothing to do with uh, anything other than it has a fine Danish-sounding name. And by the way, Hog and does not mean anything. It Uh-oh. means absolutely nothing. It's
2: just gibberish. Oh.
0: Yep. Neither to America. I thought, it was, I thought it was like two pigs. Hog and Doss. Yeah. Nice. Nice. And at the buzzer, we asked, what is the capital city of the state of Maine? And he said, ah! Is oh. it Banger? <laughs> oh,
3: yeah, what's in Maine? What, Maine! What are some cities in Maine? Harbor. It's
0: not is not there banger? a harbor just, Maine? Just Harbor, Maine. <laughs> uh, it's Augusta. Oh.
3: What? Dumb no, man. Augusta, Maine. Never heard of it.
0: I love, I love how we play the pressure cooker, <laughs> and I'm constantly doubted. Kyle <laughs> thinks I've got the number of wins wrong for the Kings. Don thinks I've got the wrong capital city. Uh, I, I think he did great. Thank you, thank Welcome. you, Brandon. Uh, in the end, uh, he got one right. <laughs> yeah. oh, nice, no. nice effort, dude. <laughs> Your next chance to win uh, Seinfeld tickets will play Master of Movies at 9 a.m. Rob, Anybody. anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn
2: Show.
6: It's 2024, which is exactly what Rob pays me. $20.24 to read page after page of stupid sentences telling you to listen to this show. I'm literally blinking twice. Please help. And now back to
0: Rad Radio. Got this email, red at radradio.com from Robert. Hi, Robert. It says, good morning, Rob. I was writing to you today. This, this little just came in like 30 minutes ago. I was writing to you today to thank you for the introduction to Shelby Elias from financewithshelby.com. This goes back over a year ago when he and you did the Buyers and Sellers Seminar. I was very stagnant in life. I needed a change. And after hearing Shelby and then meeting him in person afterwards was all I needed to be inspired. He helped me with the best advice, told me to sign up for real estate school immediately and take action on my goal of jumping into the real estate business at 45 years old. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm glad to say December 15th, I passed my state exam. I am now an official uh, real estate agent. Shelby doesn't only help change life through real estate, but also through helping people believe and achieve life-changing goals.
4: Oh, that's nice. We mentioned
0: about a half hour ago, Shelby would be here. I think that spurred uh, this email, and Shelby is here uh, from financewithshelby.com. Good morning, Shelby. Good morning now i'm gonna pull the curtain back a little bit here so shelby and i we're friends we text each other now and then uh but but before each of his appearances we we also put together an okay well here's the things that, that i want to mention that, i mean okay technically we have our people do it but <laughs> anyway. oh my gosh <laughs> so i was i was looking at it this morning and the very first thing on on the, the item list i know the answer to this but this is this is your my initial organic reaction was was talk about Shelby reaching out, giving financial advice to the maggots and 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 guiding their investments. And I'm like, I'm thinking, this guy, this has nothing to do with what you do in Mm -hmm. in in, to most people. Because I know how you you worldview this. But people are like, wait a minute, he does he does real estate and 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 he's he's in financing. Why is he giving out free advice? Because you do this all the time, especially to the maggots. I know the answer, but what's your answer?
7: That's literally what I did with Robert. I spent multiple um, hours with him, just kind of coaching him on his next steps in life. And I just, I truly believe I'm, I'm still young in my career. And um, I believe in growing through helping other people. If I can help them become the educator or become, you know, the best version of themselves, then they're going to tell more people about me. And that's really what the goal is. If I can help them win, then we're going to win together. So that's been my strategy through real estate investing. You know, I'm somebody that is actually doing this on my own. So I'm taking what I learned and I'm giving that advice out to everybody else. So then they won't just buy one property. They're going to go and they're going to buy two and three and four because that's what I did. And, you know, if they could become the educator of, to their friends and help them win, then they're, they're always going to be referring me out. They're going to go, you know, people's friends are going to say, where did you learn that? They dude, you got to talk to my guy, Shelby. Yeah. And, you know, that's something that I want to mention today, too, is people are blown away. They're like, I can't believe it's you. You know, <laughs> I took a call last night. It was like 8 p.m. And she's like, is this really Shelby? I'm like, it's really me. And she's like, you're calling me at 8 p.m. Like, Aww. I can't even believe that. Aww. And I, I literally try to hit every single person that, that comes in. So um, I just believe in giving great advice and helping people learn through everything that i've done and everybody wins
0: there's this thing in the in the corporate world and, and just the business world called networking which is where you you network with other successful individuals so so Shelby and i we connected we we networked and then Shelby went to Greg from Map Training uh, and said you got to you got to get with Rob so okay so now the network expands well what you're doing is you're creating networks yeah you're you're not just reaching out to people that are already there or doing it or trying to you're cre- you're taking Robert and a year later He's now part of the network. You're mm-hmm. a connector. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. And it's and it's as simple as I what is it, it, following you on yeah. Insta. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's your name at Shelby Elias E L I A S, and then they can always just DM you there and, and get it started that way. Is that- yeah,
7: I, I actually have something else to mention too. On my Instagram, I posted a video. This is it, there's, this is solely just to help people out, and this is a great nugget. If you're self-employed or you receive a ten forty there's a new federal program that's available for you if you were affected by COVID in 2020 or 2021. You can get up to $32,000 tax-free. Wow. And wow. no one's talking about it. Dear you literally Lord. fill out a five-page application, upload your tax returns. If you're self-employed, you, you received a 10, uh, 1099, and you get you get the money in 10 days. It's, it's awesome. I just posted a video on it on my Instagram. That's insane. And I included a link in my bio but it is it's insane i've literally had thousands of people hitting me up saying oh my gosh i got 20 grand i got 10 grand they're
3: never going to come to you and say you owe tax on this
7: no it's it's oh tax free wow. it, have you heard of the erc tax credit that was for corporations everyone's kind of been hit up by that this is for actual self employed you know people now because the way that the government looks at it is hey we reserved all of these funds these people couldn't take sick leave for covid. They didn't they didn't have sick days or anything. So if you're self-employed and you were affected by covid, either you had it or you were affected by one of your family members that had it that caused you to make less money. How do you so, prove that part?
0: Because I mean, affected it, by covid is so
7: broad. I, it's crazy. Just literally in the application, it says, like, what dates? And that's it. And there, literally there is no way to, for them to prove that you you had it. But yeah, that's that's how crazy we are. Giving out money,
0: okay, and they, wow. fi- they can find that information on your uh, your Insta page.
7: Yep, and I I just try to post helpful you know things that that people That's pretty can helpful. learn. From. <laughs> I, can,
0: yeah. right? I mean, good lord. <laughs> so uh uh, so I mentioned you do you you do both financing and real estate because you have both companies. Yeah, so you can do everything, and 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 everybody should call you first to get to get to get, to get started. Now, before I I want to talk about we got a great email here about how overwhelming just the idea of buying a house can be, but I want to mention this a few times for people that are already thinking about it or doing it big red numbers here on my the email that you sent me that you have a special rad radio maggots only deal for for
7: closing costs as, as for buying right now yeah so it, it's it, it's technically for everybody but they're gonna hear it first so <laughs> no. we're offering up to a five thousand dollar credit for closing costs Dang. um it's a winter special that we're doing um you know the market is really starting to heat up mm-hmm. so you know normally april may june those are the hottest months but so many people have been sitting on the sidelines that the market is is heating up because Jerome Powell said, hey, we're going to come out. We're going to cut rates three to six times next year. And now there's all of these people. I mean, I've pre-approved hundreds of people over the last two years that they didn't want to buy because the rates were too high. And now they're all coming back into the market. So right now is a great time to buy. kind of spark and feed off of that. We want to be able to offer something out to people that are looking to get pre-approved so they can get help with their uh, closing costs. And
0: there's going to be a ton of competition out there for the house or the houses that you've been looking at. Whereas it hasn't been that way for a while. It is going to get, it's going to go back to, I don't know if it's going to go back to there, but you know, that, that thing where you see the house and and maybe you'll see five houses that day and you, you liked two of them and you and the wife talk and you go, we're going to put an offer in on this one. And Oh, never mind. They they're or Oh, there's 17 offers. Yeah, and you get into that, and that whether when it gets that bad. But that's what I think a lot of people are trying to get ahead of that right now,
7: too. That's exactly right. And you know, in in those situations, what what stinks is that when you write an offer and there's 17 offers, you can't ask for anything. You're paying over. You can't ask for any repairs, and Mm -hmm. and that's what you're really trying to get ahead of is you know when you know that that's coming, and once the Fed cuts rates a couple times, that's where you're going to be at. So you can buy now. Get into something, you know, rates are going to be getting cut. He literally said three to six times. At that point, you can refinance. And now you got the better deal, you got the better terms, you got the better location. And then you can refinance to a lower rate.
0: Phone number is 888 989 9811. We're talking to Shelby Elias from financewithshelby.com. Uh, and you can email us, R E D at radradio.com, like Courtney did. Hey, Courtney. So, as I mentioned, sometimes you got to back up because there are people, like, like there, there are people that are like, oh, I want to buy another house and make it an Airbnb. And, oh, I'm buying my fourth home. And then there are people who have no idea how this works. So, Courtney says, For those of us who don't know the first thing about attempting to buy a home, the whole process seems very overwhelming. Maybe it's only me. My young family has been working on reducing our debt over the last 2 years and we feel just as far from being able to buy a home as we did when we started. I've been reading into some of the information available regarding the upcoming first-time homebuyer program and from what's been indicated, the ideal applicant for the program is a first-generation homebuyer or those whose parents did not own their own home. Is that true?
7: This is a the dream for all program. Your parents your parents can't
0: to. have owned their home?
7: Yes. So, but again, how how they like how, how are you going to know that, right? But
3: yeah, what do they do? I know right. what do they do
7: to figure that out. <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, that is so. This is the new guidelines for the Dream for All program. Is it back yet? It's not back yet, but it, it is. It is coming. But um, yeah, the guidelines are that you need to be a first-time homebuyer yourself. You need to be a first-generation homebuyer, so your parents can't have owned a home. It's going to be a lottery that you're going to you're going to drop into. So it's not first-come, 1st serve race anymore. It's a lottery. Wow. Jeez. Um, There's quite a few guidelines surrounding it, but it is a great program, and uh, hopefully this helps more people get into it. So when
0: she goes on to, uh, for those of us who blah, 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 candidates, blah, blah, blah,
7: the answer is call you. Yeah, you'll it, you'll you'll figure it out. There's a lot of guidelines there. Yeah,
3: and when she said, "Is it just her thinking it was all overwhelming?" No, it's not just you. It is overwhelming,
0: <laughs> and that's that's also. And I, I know it's, um, sometimes it's like, okay, we get it, Rob, but that's also why you go to Shelby first. Yeah, because it is it, for it, the first time. It's nerve wracking. I don't care if you're yeah. 22 like I was or you're 42. It's, it's so overwhelming, and it's so it's so. Why not? Take Shelby's path, uh, you know. What, do what Shelby does. Reach out to somebody who knows what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, you told a story to me. I don't know if you ever told it on the air, but something about you. You know, you were. I don't remember this. I'm going to screw this up. For some reason, you had a friend who was a who was a sales guy at a car place, and you went to him, and he gave you all this. Because whatever you were trying to learn, you said, "Who do I know? Yeah, that knows what what I'm trying to learn." And you go to him, and that's because that's kind of how you work. So why wouldn't people do that if they want to be first time homebuyers?
7: Yeah, I I think that people think that it's. That you can't really mess it up like either i qualify or i don't and that's the furthest thing from the truth you can mess it up there's certain things that that i i get calls from people all the time they call in and say hey i'd like to refinance and and pull some cash out and i'm like okay well, when did you buy and they're like well i put 20 percent down about a year ago and now i need the cash once you put it down you can't get it back out so just even tweaks like that, like, are you sure you want to put twenty percent down? Mm-hmm. If you put ten percent down, the mortgage insurance is only eighty bucks. So, what what would you rather have? Another fifty grand in the bank, or saving you know yourself eighty bucks? And and if without posing those questions, people just immediately are like, "Well, I, I saved up this. I'm going to put all of my money down." And if you don't have a good coach on the other side, they're going to let you do that. And then they're gonna, yeah. you know, call me back later and go, "Well, hold on, how do I get my money back?" You can't. Or you it's just hear stuck from, in there now. Or
3: you just hear from family, friends. Oh, this is what you do. Mm-hmm. So you spend your whole time saving that and never talk to a professional. Because you're like, oh, well, this is what family did. This is what friends did. This is what you do. Yeah. You save the 20% and then bop, 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 bop. And then you go and you get qualified and that's that.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's
3: like when they could be talking to someone like you to learn all the different steps.
0: Uh, We just got this email from Randy. uh, Randy. Talking to uh, Shelby Elias from financewithshelby.com. You can email us, red at radradio.com. Says, "Uh, Shelby, just helped me get a loan to purchase an income property. We actually talked about it last night, my best options. Ever since we started talking over six months ago... I also started helping my parents with retirement goals. The biggest thing they wanted in retirement was a tropical retreat. They have a second home in Truckee, and they're trying to get a retirement condo in Mexico or Belize. And they were very shocked that I knew how to get the ball rolling and start going through their options. (laughs) Now that I was able to plant the seed of real retirement, my next plan is to have them call Shelby to really kick things into gear. Thank you so much, Shelby. You're helping make my dream come true and hopefully my parents' dreams as well. I love it. Uh, let's What was see. their
3: dream To get their parents Retired and out of here
0: <laughs> Yeah Yes they, they had They had simultaneous dreams The parents wanted to re- Retire somewhere tropical And he wanted them To retire somewhere tropical Out of state Out of country Let's say <laughs> All right. Uh, Christopher says, I got my current home loan with a VA loan. I was under the impression – that's a Veterans Administration. I was under the impression that you can only use it on one house at a time. But I've recently heard from a military buddy that you can have multiple homes under a VA loan. Is this possible, and what are the requirements to do this?
7: Yes, it, it is possible, but it all depends on how much entitlement that you have according to your DD-214 that you receive. So you have to check to see how much of an entitlement that you have. It, it works a lot better if you're buying homes that are $100,000 homes. You know, in California, it pretty much eats <laughs> up a lot of your entitlement because the homes cost a lot more. Uh, this one just came in from Melissa. Hey,
0: Melissa. I recently heard that if you own and are renting out your property, in order to sell, you have to move back into your rental and show that it's your primary residence for three years before you can
7: sell. Is this true? No, you do not. <laughs> She's trying to avoid capital gains. Ah. So she's like, hey, I need to go back into this house. To, to avoid paying capital gains, it needs to be my primary for three out of the last five years. But you could sell your house whenever you want.
0: All right, let's talk about HELOC. Stands for Home Equity Line of Credit. we got a lot of emails from people yeah. that are either looking at them or thinking of doing them. You say rates are are down and they're going to keep coming down. By the way, Jerome Powell is the uh, Federal Reserve uh, chairman. And, and so he's the one that kind of says, yeah, we might lower rates three to six times throughout the year. Now you're going to get a bunch of people that are trying to time it. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, well, then I'll wait nine months yeah. uh, or whatever. But, but what what is a HELOC?
7: So a HELOC is a home equity line of credit. It gives you access to a line of credit that's backed by the equity in your home. So if you have over 80% loan to value, or if you have have more than 20% equity in your home, then you can actually borrow against that equity with this home equity line of credit. So it works really good when people have above a 640 credit score. You need to have above a 640 credit score you need to have more than twenty percent equity in your home, and then you can borrow against it. It's almost like a credit card, you know, against the equity in your home, and it's it's a lot cheaper than a credit card. Credit card um, interest rates right now are around like 28 percent. Home equity line of credit rate is around anywhere from nine and a half to to twelve and a half.
0: So if you have like hundred thousand dollar, keep it simple, around a hundred thousand dollar line of credit, mm-hmm. and you take twenty thousand out for whatever reason. Now you got eighty thousand dollars sitting there. You mm-hmm. you you don't have to use the eighty thousand.
7: No, it's just sitting there. It's just sitting there. You just have access to it, and you're only paying on the twenty. Then if you if you pull the entire line out, and now you're you access to hundred grand, then your payment will go up accordingly. Pay it down, it goes down accordingly. So it gives you flexibility.
0: So Alex starts with a general question, says, my wife and I are going to do a HELOC. We have a 3.5%, 3.5% interest fixed on our mortgage. My question is, how how does access to the HELOC work? Do we get a credit card? Do we go to a bank and get cash for purchases when we need funds? If I need cash for a $6,000 purchase, how do I get cash?
7: Yeah, you literally get a credit or you get a, uh, a checkbook. So you can write yourself a check, write a contractor a check. You can use it however you please. You can literally write yourself a check, pull from the line, put it in your bank account. You have full access.
0: So in some cases, uh, depending – well, I guess you'd have to go through your bank where you could just do it online, right, as well. So otherwise, yeah, you just have to do the – I don't know how many people under 40 know what a checkbook is, So, but (laughs) they'll they'll teach you. Uh, All right, James wrote in. Uh, And he's asking about HELOC loan versus credit. We recently had new windows installed on our home and are currently scouting out a painter to give the house a refreshing. After talking with a few people, the new windows plus painting the house, we're looking at roughly $60,000. My question is, would it be better to open a line of credit and do a balance transfer for the windows and just charge the painting or get a one-time loan and just pay off both? There are more upgrades and updates that we would like to do one step at a time. That sounds like an ideal HELOC candidate.
7: Yeah, it, it is. It's, it's great for HELOC. Um, you know, it just depends. He said one-time loan. I'm not sure what, what the one-time loan is, but um, yeah, that's primarily what HELOCs are used for. Also, if you do a home equity line of credit for repairs for your home, fully tax deductible. Uh, no, you you mentioned. The interest that you I'm sorry.
0: You mentioned uh, early on uh, that on your Insta page there's details about this COVID thing. By the way, does it have a name? This this thing for
7: S E T C tax credit.
0: Okay. Uh, Brian wrote in and said, uh, with the COVID credit for self-employed pe- people, what forms do you need? My mom has a sheep farm that lost over thirty thousand dollars each year of COVID due to closing of county fairs. Would this program work for her?
7: As long as she receives a 1099 or 1040 for sole sole prop. She can apply. It's just a five-page application, and you upload your taxes. It approves you in, like, ten minutes.
0: Easiest way to find the details, go to Shelby's Insta page at Shelby Elias, E-L-I-A-S. Scroll down until you find it. Um, All right, Alex wrote in and said, my wife and I are 40, and we want to have a baby together. I had a vasectomy in my first marriage, and I had it reversed, but enough time went by that we aren't having success naturally, so we're wanting to do IVF, which is expensive. My question for Shelby is, does it make sense to do a HELOC for this? How much of a payment should I expect if I spend 20 to 40 grand? Is there a smarter way to fund this? We are out of time and desperately want a baby together.
7: Well, you know, I'm a big family man, so you can't put a price on that, right? I would <laughs> have given true. every single dollar that I have to have that. Let's give him a payment example. So he's looking at at $20,000. If he takes $20,000 out on the home equity line, just an estimated payment for him. He's looking at... Between 150 to $200 per month payment with twenty grand,
0: And and you answered the first part of his email there, but we want to reinforce it. The, it there's all sorts of reasons to take a, a HELOC, but ultimately you can take it for whatever you want. Yeah, and you there's, can use there's it for whatever you want. there's programs you've talked about where if you're using it to make your home more energy efficient, you get mm-hmm. this, that, and the other thing, but... If if the most important thing, and it sounds like it is to you as a couple, is having a baby, then yes, it's, it's a smart idea. Yeah. It's worth it. Uh, all right. Aaron wrote in uh, <clears throat> because you also talk about one of the ways to build cash flow. Is to, can you Airbnb, are you going to get a second house? You know, you, you, if you're moving, don't necessarily sell your house, yeah. start to rent it out. But we have had a lot of questions over, the, like, I think you've really gotten a lot of people to start thinking this way. Because we get more and more maggots who are thinking it and going, yeah, but what about, like, managing it? And, oh, I have strangers in the house. So this is an interesting take from Erin. She says, I don't want to sell my home as I see it as a solid investment. But doing the traditional rental thing scares me. Does Shelby have any insight on using your home as a rental for travel nurses and travel medical professionals, for example, using furnishedfinder.com?
7: Yeah, so I've definitely done that before. Um, It's not that consistent. That's the the thing that I've seen is it's not as consistent as Airbnb, VRBO, something like that. Um, If you have a connection within a hospital or with the nurses that knows the travel Mm -hmm. nurses, that would be a much better avenue. So I'd try to work on that. But it is great. If, if you can get travel nurses in, that'd be a home run. So what, what is
0: the what, what's the hack there? Is it like travel nurses are more reliable, dependable? I feel safe with them being the renter.
7: Yeah, it's it's just because they're actually coming for their job and living there. If you're on Airbnb, you're coming in town for to, like, go to an event or party or something with your friends. So more control. Yeah. <laughs> <it's> <laughs> I got it. like, okay. I'm, I'm just here working, and I'll be here for three months. Uh,
0: Christy wrote in and said, my question is, I'm married, and both my wife and I are on the current loan. Do we both have to be on the HELOC? My wife has some credit issues that we are trying to use the loan to clear up.
7: You can use just one of you on the HELOC, but if you want to use your both of your incomes to qualify, then – both of you have to qualify for the entire thing if you want to use both incomes.
0: All right, back through the basics before you
7: head out. What is the number one mistake that homeowners make? They contact their real estate agent first without contacting the loan officer to come up with the entire game plan.
0: Whereas you do both. <laughs>
7: yeah, you, you can come to me. I'll, I'll give you all of that experience. But really, the it's deciding what the framework is. You know, If you go to your real estate agent first, a lot of the times they're going to tell you, yeah, just sell your house and buy another one. Where me, I would analyze it and say, "Hey, did you know if you kept this house, you can cash flow X amount on this, and then you can use that cash flow to buy the next house? Here, are all the benefits with keeping this house, getting depreciation, appreciation, all the good stuff. So that that's first mistake.
0: So we mentioned uh, at the start that the housing market will be heating up, uh, mm-hmm. and we, and I mean we've this isn't even a prediction. Mm-hmm. We've been told, yeah, we're going to be lowering interest rates. It's already heating up, means more competition." Uh, harder to find houses. And you still are doing, I assume, the uh, the new home build thing that you've been talking about for the last six months or so.
7: Yeah, that's just a, an easy hack. Um, the home builders want real estate agents to bring their clients into their their offices. So any new home build, any sales office, if you're going to go check out new homes for the weekend, call me first. I can go ahead and give them your information and say, I'm sending my clients in they're going to pay me a referral fee for referring you into their office, their sales office. I can legally split that with you and give that to you for your closing cost, buy down your interest rate for upgrades on the home. So it's an easy hack that is uh, is great for for everybody
0: so real estate financing you started off by hey I'll give you advice Uh, investments uh, just uh, you know follow me on insta uh, DM me and one other thing we haven't mentioned yet Sheree wrote in last time you were here you mentioned you had a new property I don't know which one she's uh, specifically targeting she says I'm on Shelby's insta I actually sent him a DM because my daughter is planning a wedding in Tahoe and we will need some space in his Airbnb you've got a couple of properties in Tahoe
7: yeah she's referring to Emerald Bay Village It has nine cabins on a one-acre lot in South Lake Tahoe. Um, It's great for weddings. If you're you're coming and doing a wedding in Tahoe, you can rent the entire place. sleeps like 30-something people. Um, Family reunions, big trips with your friends. That's a phenomenal one. Uh, I also just did one on Ski Run Boulevard, arguably the best location of any cabin in Tahoe. It's phenomenal. It's five bedroom three bath you can walk to everything it's brand new it's it's absolutely beautiful and i'm building another one next door so you can rent two five bedroom cabins on the same lot oh, nice it's it's phenomenal but yeah um we're, we're doing big things in Tahoe. You
3: can do stuff together, but be separate.
7: Yeah. <laughs> when, you,
5: when you go to bed. I, I saw some of the stuff on your social media where you had a dock on Lake Tahoe in the summertime months. You can put like a jet or a boat out there for people to rent to. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, also, uh, the, the new home buyers program, oh, which is man. not back yet, but uh-huh. it has all these convoluted, <laughs> that is California only, right? Yeah, that's okay. California. Only. But the COVID thing, that's mm-hmm. nationwide? Yeah. Okay. So the the COVID thing, though, is for self-employed. If you get a 1099, you can find the details about that on Shelby's Insta page. That's where you can also uh, communicate with him, and you can follow him. Did we forget anything?
7: No. Always great to be back. Um, I hope everybody's having a great start to the year, and I appreciate everybody. Awesome.
0: So Shelby Elias, you can follow him uh, at Shelby Elias, E-L-I-A-S, on Insta. And, uh, of course, the website is financewithshelby.com. Rob. Anybody. anybody, And Dawn. (laughs) the rob anybody and dawn
2: show
6: our new year's resolution was to in no way improve anything about our program so far so good this is rad radio
0: Got this email, rad at radradio.com from Kim. Hi, Kim. She says, uh, thanks so much for having Shelby on. He gives such good advice, and he has such a great voice, so calm and soothing, it makes you want to do business with him. (laughs) That's one way to describe it. Uh, There was a little bit of uh, fatigue in Shelby today as well because he never stops. He's he's up last night calling people at 8, 9 o'clock, returning phone calls. Uh, But uh, Shelby Lies from financewithshelby.com, so glad he came on. Again, today, tomorrow morning, our security chief officer, Pat, will join us uh, to talk about uh, this Saturday's 48th annual Pig Bowl Guns and Hoses charity football game. Cops versus firefighters at Capital Christian in Sacramento. Uh, it's all for charity. They do a big kids safety fair. We'll Aww. get all the specifics tomorrow, but they usually have like the fire trucks out there, and fun. Uh, various things that uh, that the cops use and and stuff, and 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 fun food and, and things like that. And then the game uh, kicks off at one. So we'll have details on that. That's tomorrow, and then on Thursday the Circled Skies uh, will uh, that's Circles with an S S I R C L E S will join us. Big update on where everybody's at. If you're an investor, big update on the actual app and and. How many amazing changes uh, we have made? Improvements. By when I say changes, I mean improvements. And it's like if you have seen or have been using the original betas or the updates, it is blow you away, amazing. At our last board meeting or two board meetings ago, when they uh, they unveiled it to me, I, I was and this is hard for me. I was speechless. <laughs> it, it's uh, it's extraordinary. And then for those of you that are wondering, oh, you rubbed my chin. There's a chance still to get in on the ground floor of this. We'll discuss that as well. That'll be Thursday morning with the circles guys. <laughs>
1: Just from the maggots, just from the
4: maggots,
0: just from the maggots, 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 just just from the maggots. If you're a maggot and you're listening to us, so you are, and you got jokes, you email us R D eight radio.com. Do not call, you cannot tell jokes. Sorry. 13-year-old Athena Yay, Athena! says what's a serial killer's favorite vegetable? What? Artichokes. <laughs> From 10-year-old Lily.
3: Aw, sweet Lily.
0: Where do penguins go to see the latest movie? Where? The dive-in theater. <laughs> okay. Why do penguins carry fish in their beaks? Why? Well, they don't have pockets. <laughs> Big D says, I hope everyone enjoys today's submission of dad jokes. What's the best smelling insect? What? A deodorant. (laughs) I used to be a personal trainer, then I gave my two week notice.
1: (laughs) I can't even, bro.
0: What country's capital is growing the fastest? What? Ireland. Every day it's Dublin.
1: (laughs) Every day we're Dublin.
0: A cheeseburger walks into a bar. Bartender says, sorry, don't serve food here. (laughs) So we've got this dad off with Rodney, and Rodney hasn't quite stepped up. I don't think he's recognized the commitment it takes to do this every day, but he did. He heard me chiding him, so he sent in a few (laughs) for today. My doctor told me I eat too much sodium. I took his advice with a grain of salt. (laughs) My kid bought me an alarm clock that swears at you instead of beeping. Well, that was a rude awakening. (laughs) When I told my contractor I didn't want carpeted steps, he just gave me a blank stare. (laughs) These are good. A turtle was crossing the road when he got mugged by two snails. When the police asked him what happened, the turtle says, I don't know. It all happened so fast. (laughs)
1: slugged me and ran.
0: (laughs) Ran. Look, they're right there. (laughs) From Cody. Hi, Cody. What do you call a one-legged hippo? What? What? A Hoppo. (laughs) <laughs> How else are you gonna get around? From Michael. Hey Michael. What is something an orphan has never had? What? Homemade food.
4: <laughs> yes. Thank
0: you. Thomas says, my wife's cooking is so bad we usually pray after our food. <laughs> <laughs> These are from David. Hi, David. How many mystery writers does it take to screw in a light bulb? How How many? Two, one to screw it in most of the way, and one to give it a surprise twist at the end. (laughs) Twist. A guy offered to sell me a really cheap pillowcase, but it turned out to be a sham. (laughs) 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 I knew Kyle wouldn't get that one. He's giving me that look. Anything to do with the sham wow? Wow. Eh, okay. Kinda, Kind of. no. The I sham know. wow, you no, remember? No, the sham the, wow was the cleaning I know, thing.
1: But the name, they, they use that name for their product. Right. It's it's a it's a it's a linen of some sort.
5: So it's not a pillowcase made out of the sham wow no, material. No, sham.
3: But that would be cool. sham wow came later. Right, Sham's right. always been around. And a that sham a is a pillowcase, basically. Right. It has
0: nothing to do with the sham wow.
3: Nothing. That's so well, why they
0: call it a sham.
3: But I know what Brandon's that's its saying. Name. It's the name, right? It's, it's just so, called
0: a sham. Yeah. It's, like a, it's like a duvet is a duvet, a sham is a sham. Yeah, right? it's
3: just a sham. Okay. It's... it's all a sham!
0: <laughs> and that's the other, yes, that's the other meaning of it. Something's phony. It's all a sham. The whole NFL, it's a sham. It's all rigged, see? All right, these are from oh, Dennis. <laughs> Dennis. What do you call someone with no arms or legs stuck in a hole? What? what? Whatever you want. What are they going to do about it? <laughs>
3: Can I go back to the sham because words it, it's it's a decorative pillowcase technically you're not supposed to use oh, it if great. there's the oh. sham on it it's decorative don't lay on that pillow it's a woman thing yeah sounds like something my grandmother has many of
0: <laughs> probably yep. with the doily uh it is said this is Dennis's last one it's said that Jesus walked on water well that's nothing Stephen Hawking ran on batteries <laughs> jokes, email us rad at radradio.com. We're going to play Master of Movies right now for a pair of tickets to see Jerry Seinfeld at the Reno Event Center on Saturday, April 27th. We're going to give you a three-second movie clip, a little hint, and then you have to tell us the title of the movie. It's from and you win. Call our 18 guesses first, then 19, then 20. And if nobody knows the movie, (laughs) uh, droplets everywhere and no winner. We need a winner! 888-989-9811 for Master of Movies. Rob, Anybody, anybody. and Dawn. The Rob,
2: Anybody. Anybody, and Dawn Show.
6: This is Rad Radio. Just remember, it doesn't matter where we are as long as we're here. Huh? What the hell does that even mean? What has happened to this show?
0: We got this email, timely email. Gives me a chance to mention something. RAD at radradio.com. It's from Gary. Hi, Gary. Uh, but first, uh, Brandon, I'll need you to, to kind of uh, clear this up or help me uh, walk me through it. Okay. It says, I noticed that since your December vacation, the tech to You audio is no longer being posted to the audio files section on the members' site.
1: Well... Ian from Tech to You, who hosts Tech to You You Tuesdays, was in, and he did two episodes during our break. Mm -hmm. Um, The one week he didn't do it was Christmas uh, week. So we should still have audio posted. Um, from those weeks but since we returned from our break we haven't had an episode of tech to you tuesday because ian had a, a surgical procedure that has had him out of commission um and he i don't think he's going to be doing a show today either
0: correct uh and that, i haven't mentioned that yet there will be no tech to you tuesday uh, today like usual at 11 a.m it's, it's moved to 11 a.m now because we do the uh, the Mixed Pick Sports Show five days a week uh, at 10 a.m. Steve Mickelson and I uh, will be here in about an hour uh, to talk about the Kings breaking the four-game losing streak uh, yesterday uh, and uh, where Jim Harbaugh is going to land. Some more hype about the playoffs uh, and the Baseball Hall of Fame announcements are tonight. And then usually on Tuesdays Ian would come on with Tech to You Tuesday, uh, but it, not today. But it's not like the, it's not it hasn't gone away. It's just Ian's the anchor and and I asked him and he he said he was very he was fine. But he was absolutely share. He had an appendectomy, had his appendix removed cuz his appendix burst. Um, and and then uh, he had a, a, a bad reaction, a bad uh, that's not uncommon apparently to the antibiotics. And so he's he's recovering slowly. Ian's a tough Aww. guy, but uh, somebody, <laughs> yeah. I forget who it was, uh, it, it might have been somebody else in the tech to you circles family, it may have been Ian. But uh, it, the, the way they describe it is, Ian's the kind of guy that can barely handle an ibuprofen. Oh. So you give him an, an antibiotic, oh, and you, you your appendix burst, and you put him through uh. emergency search. So he's uh. on the med. He, he, he sent me a text or an email. I was like, man— I'm really sorry. And I'm like, dude. He's so sweet. Your appendix burst, for God's yeah. sakes. It's you know, it's not like you got a sniffle or something exactly. here. So, uh, Tech to You is still around. It just won't be here today. So, you'll get the Mixed Pick Sports Show. And no, before somebody writes and goes, why don't you guys just do two hours? Oh, God. Yeah, uh, there's us. Yeah, right. Yes, that's why. We, we wouldn't want to give you too much sports. Yeah. Not that I don't want to die or anything. Master, master,
4: master of the movies, I'm no. feeding you lies. <laughs> Twisting
1: your brain for a really
4: cool <laughs>
1: film you'll be supreme <laughs> you're a movie
0: master <laughs> movie master oh really Really, Rob, you're gonna die if you have to do another hour of talking. Duh. You got the easy job, duh. God, it was so weird. I got home yesterday morning at like 11:30, and I was, and I, I'm not used to. So, like, if I have meetings or, or the, whatever, you know, lunches, that's one thing. But on a normal standard day, I get home between 10:30 and 11, and then I I prep the next day show. I do a lot of stuff from home, calls, yeah. emails. But, when I, I mean, I've just gotten home, it's 11. I'm like, my God, it's 11.30? I lost an hour of my day. Yeah. Oh, this is the new normal.
3: Oh, God, <laughs> <So>, yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> big problem. Big first world problem right there. We got a pair of you tickets. You need to recover this
3: week from that. For you to see Jerry Seinfeld
0: at the Reno Event Center on Saturday, April 27th. Caller 18. Hello, Kevin. Good morning, anybody. Good morning. If you know the movie, you win. If not, we'll go to, is it Annika or Anika? Or neither. Oh, I'm sorry? Anita Anita. Oh, Anita, A-N-I-T-A. oh, Anita. Nice. Oh, okay. all right. That's either typo or my vision. Okay. And uh, Alex, <laughs> you're your color 20. What's up, Rob? What's, what's up? What's up, man? What's up, Rob? Uh, we're looking for a 1999 comedy. But well, it's true. What is what? that 1999 comedy? But well, it's true. Kevin. Pros and cons. Pros and cons. Comedy,
3: uh, what? Is this a movie or a TV show?
0: Well, it's called Master of Movies. Oh, so it is. That's why don't right. you, uh, you know, I don't <laughs> know.
3: Oh, my God. I De- <laughs> forgot the name of our game.
0: Deductive reasoning there. Anita. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm you're right. trying to Google yeah. what you're <laughs> trying to do. Get out of here. Oh, <laughs> Alex. Mystery
1: Alaska.
5: Mystery of Alaska? What comedy, huh? From 1999? (laughs) What did he say? I I think he said Mystery
0: of Alaska. (laughs) Is that a movie? Mystery Alaska. (laughs) I mean, honestly, one of the biggest hits of all time. I mean, listen to this. But it's true. How do you not know that that is Austin Powers, the (laughs) Spy Who Shagged Me? Why'd you run out on me?
3: Because you're not quite evil
7: enough. it's true you're quasi evil you're semi evil you're the margarine of evil you're the diet coke of evil (laughs) just one calorie not evil
2: enough
0: (laughs) I guarantee you and don't just send in the email to send. I guarantee you there's some huge Austin oh, Powers man. fan. You know that person that watches the movie over and over. Who knew when just when they heard that clip? Uh,
5: so just for the record, Mystery Alaska is a comedy slash sports film that's rated R from 1999 with Russell Crowe and oh, Burt Reynolds.
3: Or, well, good
1: guess
5: then.
0: Does it say what it's about? I barely remember it's, any of it, that. It's based on a true story. Oh, yeah, God. It's a
5: commercial tale <laughs> about residents of a small remote Alaskan town in their... <laughs> What are you anti Preoccupation story? with ice yes. hockey? Excitement oh, comes to a town, yeah, okay. it's part of the publicity. Yeah, blah, 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 yeah, blah, of blah. course,
0: hockey, yeah. Alaska. Yes, yes, I am anti true stories because they're never true. <laughs> Yeah, show me a true story and give me you know an hour to research it if I don't know right away, and I'll show you all the things about the movie that are not true.
3: 24/7 on Lifetime. That's why they say based
0: mm-hmm. on HBO. Yeah. Oh, and and remember, there's levels. There's based on a true story, based on real life events. Yes. That one's way out there. That means that means like like a, a guy had a turkey sandwich, and it turns into this whole movie about a mafia uh, deal where 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 they're where they're running uh a mafia they're they're running live turkeys. With with money hidden in their guts, and, and they become drug mules. Like this, they do that. I'm, I'm not. A, I am. Not, oh yes. I'm anti true stories. <laughs> we have three more chances for you to win the Jerry Seinfeld tickets tomorrow morning at seven, eight, and nine a.m. Rob anybody.
2: anybody and Dawn, the Rob anybody, anybody and Dawn show.
6: New Year, same crappy show. Call us anytime at 888-989-9811. This is Rad Radio.
0: Got this email from uh, Jennifer. Hi, Jennifer. She's claiming to be one of the people that I reference. I I don't want to call her a liar, so I'm going to take her at her word. But uh, we uh, played for the Master of Movies. We played this clip. But it's true somehow no one knew that was uh, austin powers <laughs> and i i made the comment i said you know there's there's that person that watches austin powers over and over and over again and 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 knew that because i i they know every line of the movie jennifer says rob's correct i knew it was austin powers immediately did you and then uh, that, that that somehow we got down the rabbit hole of uh movies uh based on true stories and uh don't say, eh, you know like i don't they're they're not true <laughs> it, it, it they're I don't mind the ones that are as true as they can be and still be a Hollywood story, which I would put the Nike movie from last year air in that category. Everybody involved in Nike has come out and said, it's pretty close. I mean, here's what's divot. Okay, well, this guy was they, – Jason Bateman's character wasn't doing this in the movie, but okay. Yeah. But almost all of the substance is fine. Usually that's not the case. And there, And we were talking about how there's tears based on true story all the way down to based on some events that might have happened. I mean, it's like, it's like totally ridiculous. So Walter wrote in and said, uh, one of my favorites is Cool Runnings. That's the uh, based-on-true-event story about the uh, the Jamaican bobsled team.
1: That's such a good movie.
0: He says, one of the main things in the movie is the other countries hated them and didn't think they were supposed to be at the Olympics. In the reality, the other countries loved them being there and even provided a bobsled to help them out.
3: That would be a wow. terrible movie, right? It wouldn't be as inspirational. There is no movie. They went in from fact, being hated to being um, loved, yay!
0: Is it uh, George Fitch? So in the movie, uh, I think it's George Fitch, uh, uh, they're, they're, he, he's the one that kind of got the Jamaican bobsled team because you don't think bobsledding and, and Jamaicans, and, and, etc. Uh, years after Cool Runnings debuted, Fitch himself came out and said, 1% of the, mo- the movie is true. Aww. 1% of Cool Runnings is true. He said, quote, what is fact is the crash. Everything else is fiction. This feel the rhyme, feel the rhyme, it's Jake, Jamaican bobsled time, all Hollywood, 1% of the movie is real. That, that is why I am anti-true stories.
3: But at least it's still a good movie, just not based on actually what happened.
0: Which the pro- is a good movie. The, my problem with that, of course, <laughs> like everything else, is society. Because the problem is people walk around believing this movie that they saw. And they repeat it as though it's fact. And no, that never happened, dude. It's a movie. And they repeat it as though it's fact because they're told, well, it's a true story. It's based on true events. They couldn't say that if it wasn't true. Well, they can say it. And then like morons, we watch it and we believe that's what happened. And it just, it creates this this overly, and then guys like me are the ones who are always the ones to say, actually, that's not true at all.
1: Howard Seiler was the uh, real-life coach who the John Candy character was based on.
0: Okay, and, but, but I'm trying to figure out who, uh, what character Fitch was because he, he in real life, I think it was George Fitch, he was the one that actually – and this is also part of the 1% thing. He was the one that actually, as uh, – as I'm, I'm barely, I barely – remember. Mean, this is not the movie. This is the real-life story. He was the attaché that ultimately helped get Jamaica – a bobsled team, and he's Aww. the one. So in real life, he's the one that said after the movie came out that yeah, that that movie is completely yeah. not true.
1: Fitch was the co-founder of the Jamaican bobsled team. There you go.
3: So Lifetime, I don't know if they still do it, but they would it'd be like ripped from the headlines. And so what they would do, it was they do, they would do the made-for-TV
7: <laughs> story ripped,
3: ripped from the headlines. Yeah. So like the Craigslist Craigslist killer, right? So they would make a movie about it, and then immediately following the movie you could watch like the true life documentary and sometimes they would get pretty close, but then different ones that they ripped from the headlines. It was like, okay, I see where they had to place that in the movie. (laughs) Otherwise this might've not been as interesting. So you can kind of like see the differences.
0: And this is another part of the degradation of our society and our ability to do our own research and understand documentaries are a thing of the past. They all have a point of view. Now, Michael Moore started this way back with his, 9/11, they do. 9/11, whatever that was, yeah. uh, it, you know, it was a yes. documentary, so it must be oh, true. Didn't
3: he do Columbine too? He Bowling did, Columbine. He, he yeah. did that
0: one, and he did uh, the one about what was the auto industry, and mm-hmm. and all of it, it, all of it is 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 it, because it's a documentary, it must be true. Well, it's it's true through a prism of either a left or right, and in his case, left political angle, and you and it and and this is that this is what media is now. You just omit things that you don't want to show that would provide the other side. So And and not reporting the news is not news. But it's like, it's like for how many – for the last year, mainstream media has ignored the southern border crisis. Nothing to see here. Man. It's not here. Nope, Jesus. nope. There are not hundreds of thousands of, of millions of migrants. That you just don't report it, a, it, it, it on the conservative media. Just, just ignored the January 6th commission. Nothing to see here. No, no, no. We're not un- unveiling all of this evidence over what –
3: Netflix will come out and other streaming services. they'll come out with um, a documentary based on like our food. And some of those are really interesting, but some I just steer clear of because they're very one-sided to basically make meat evil, mm-hmm. right where it starts out interesting like, ugh, yeah, gosh, ugh. you know because we don't know where our food comes from and we don't appreciate that and it, it it'll start out that way, kind of really in. and then it's like, Yes, but we hate all ag. And instead, eat this meat. And you're just like, gosh, dang it. Can't you just give the full picture of everything and maybe where we're going right and wrong in all these areas? Well, and that's the question, Instead of just, like, including your own agenda. How many people with your point
0: of view (laughs) would would then click on the pro-farming, pro-meat documentary that never mentions the other side, that never mentions the concerns that millions of people have? about I, I methane would, and things like I that. I would not
3: appreciate that for this. Maybe not the methane. Right, you'd lose me there. But but it is a
0: point of view that should yeah. be presented. Sure, but- the, And you the, get to go, oh, for God's sakes.
3: My, the conversation I always like to have that I would appreciate to see is like, it's not really about getting, well, for me anyway, getting rid of the meat or the cows. It's how we are farming and ranching them, right? That could be an issue. And, sure, but, fine. But obviously there's a place for factory farming and now we're getting into a conversation. But to your point- I probably wouldn't be bothered that they never mentioned right. the other environmental uh, garbage site. It, it's
0: not, a like, for so use, just to use that example and then go back to interesting things, if 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 you call it a documentary and all it is is a fluff piece on farming, that's not a documentary. It's a, hey, isn't farming great? Which it is. Yes. But don't call it a documentary. Call it a, I don't know, we're going to have to come up with a new name, a raw Appre- raw.
3: Appreciate your farmers.
0: That's, no, you need a, you need a genre name. You <laughs> I need, mean, like, a... You know, it's a, uh, it's, uh, what would you call it? Oh, propaganda. That's what we call it. We've had it around for decades.
5: See, I, I like movies that are based on a true story because I, I tend to believe them, I'm a little gold. No. Yeah, some of them, like especially Goodfellas, like at the end, they explain uh, like all the court cases oh. and who he snitched on and who went to jail for so how many no. how long the time periods were.
3: Yes, no. Okay. Oh, yes, my God. Yes, no. Yes, no. Sorry. Oh, Kyle, that is the one movie now I can still enjoy it. But so much has been ruined for me because I'll listen to these mob podcasts and you will have family members and people from those times. And so much is different. They'll be no. like, they'll be like, ah, OK, that scene was actually in the garage where they beat him and they didn't bury him in this field and just this whole thing. And I'm just like, wait a minute, like so many different things. Where, and even at the time, they're like, yeah, we get it, you know, to make it more. A uh, 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 friendly for entertainment for a movie, but oh, to hear those guys talk and gals from that time. And I'm like, you're ruining my mob movies.
0: Right. The, <laughs> oh I didn't God. want to hear that either. I know. The, no No, yeah. I
3: was like, I, I wanted to turn it off, but I kept listening. The, the,
0: the true story part of it is there was a mob. Yeah. That's your no, true story. Man. Same thing with uh, a more contemporary movie casino oh. set in Las Vegas. It's a great movie. That's what it is. It's a movie. A few of those things kind of sort of happen. So, yes, that uh, one got
3: ruined for me too. The
0: overwhelming majority Aww. never happened. Uh. Just enjoy it as a movie. Did, did did those things happen at various times over the course of a decade in Las Vegas to some people? Some of them did. It's not, it's it just it, us walking around saying that, oh, this, yeah, I know how it was in Vegas in the 70s because <laughs> I saw a casino. No. Uh, Dorian uh, wrote in. We played this clip again for Master of Movies. But it's true. Somehow no one knew that was Austin Powers. Dorian says, yes, Rob, I'm also that fan that was screaming Austin Powers over and over as each contestant got it wrong. Still one of my favorite movies to this day. And now that I think back on it, it was a wildly inappropriate movie for a kid (laughs) my age at that time. But I had young parents and it was the 90s. Oh. Yes. the good old days. Ah oh, the 90s. The 90s. The yeah. last great decade of uh, my life and Dawn's life.
1: Yes. Everything was colorful and uh. friendly and uh.
0: fun, uh. lighthearted. hearted was great. People yeah. could agree to disagree. Yes. There was Game Boy Color. Oh. You didn't – the minute you said something, you weren't immediately aligned to a political party. You
3: had Democrats and Republicans that happily married each other.
0: Yes. Um, <laughs> I had hair. It was, uh, it was an amazing decade. Uh, uh, we're going to play Win Rob's Change. Uh, uh, we have had nine guesses and nine clues as Michelle, the pressure cooker calculator, takes us down this word avenue of hers trying to get you to figure out what am I talking about. And then you go, okay, I think you're talking about this. Mm, how does that convert to a number? Oh, wait, is it a number? Uh, so uh, if you figured it out and you give us the right amount of money, you win it. Phone number is 888-989-9811. Caller 18 gets to win Rob's chance. Rob, anybody. anybody,
2: and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, anybody. and Dawn Show.
6: Welcome back to the Rob, Anybody, and Dawn Show. Remember, you have choices, and this is the one you made. Get help.
0: (laughs) Uh, We got this follow-up email uh, from Casey. Hi, Casey. During the pressure cooker, one of the questions was, what celebrity hosts the new television game show, The Floor? The answer was Rob Lowe. Uh, It's a new show on Fox, and uh, the idea is there's there's a floor that's like a, a... Everybody's got a square. I think they started with 100 contestants. And the idea is to get as much... Surface area of the floor as possible, and I guess that's how you win the two hundred fifty thousand dollars. I don't know. My wife and I like the show because it's one of those fun to play along with shows. You have two contestants going head to head. They give you a category like vegetables, and then they put up a picture, and you rotate turns. You're not shouting out. It's like okay, it's my turn. So they put up a picture, and I've got to say rutabaga. If it's right, I keep going. <laughs> if I pass, I lose a certain amount of time. If I get it wrong, I think it goes to the other person. Whatever. We're, we're basically we're, we're 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 children just shouting out at pictures. That's what my wife and I do. <laughs> But I mentioned the, the strategy. It, I, we, the first time we watched it, we kept saying, well, maybe they'll explain. Maybe, I mean, we're pausing it going, maybe they mean this. Because you come in with a category. okay? So I show up, I'm a contestant, and my category uh, is a stand-up comedians, meaning I'm an expert. So go ahead, show me a stand-up. Oh, yeah, it's Ricky Gervais. Yeah, it's George Carlin. Um, but then as they go through it, so like you, you challenge another contestant, and they have a category. And because you challenge them, you're you're playing in their category. Because you say, oh 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 oh, so you, so I I, I have stand up comedians, but Dawn Dawn has country music, and I'm, I'm I'm thinking I can do country music. She might be next, but I can do it. I I, I can go toe to toe. So we go in there. So I'm playing Dawn's category. So we go through it, and I win. Now, sometimes I retain. My category is stand-up comedians, but sometimes I in, I inherit Dawn's category of country music. What? Now now I'm burdened with country music.
3: Even after you already
0: I,
4: answered?
3: Yes,
0: yes. I, sometimes, I, I don't know. See, I think the only hack I figured out is each category can only be played once. So I guess in that example, no, I wouldn't inherit country music. But another example... It's oh, v- so
3: you risk... By wanting to answer their category, you're risking getting more of that category. I, I
0: don't know. I don't oh, know. Right. I, that, this is why, as I mentioned, my wife has a whiteboard <laughs> filled up like Einstein's Theory of Relativity. Okay, Joe had, uh, had, had, had kitchen utensils, okay, and then he won, um, and, and, and he beat the guy who had uh, television game shows as a category, so he still has kitchen utensils. Oh, but wait. Uh, now Joe he he lost and he, he or he didn't and he inherited a uh, uh, opera singer cool. uh, uh, it's all over. See
3: you gave your example but what I'm envisioning is that
0: movie A Beautiful Mind. You'd have <laughs> to have that. Which by <laughs> the way, I
3: all of that written. Up. By the way, another My movie God.
0: based on a true story that is completely false, almost all of it completely false. The Russell Crowe story.
4: That's Aww. great.
0: <laughs> um. So uh, Casey wrote in and said, not sure if you really care enough to know the rules of the floor or if you'd rather continue to laugh at Christina's whiteboard. Long story short, you come in with your own category. Someone has chosen to be the contestant, and you challenge someone at their category. If you beat them, you retain your category and gain their territory on the floor. If you lose, the person who beat you then inherits your territory along with your category. I would have to check Christina's whiteboard if that's how it works. And and either way, it's too convoluted. And this is the thing I I told my wife the other night. I said, we've just got to stop trying to figure it out. Just enjoy the gameplay because it is way too convoluted and they do not explain it well.
3: Are you yourselves, as the contestants, moving around on the board, advancing? The board just, expands. just your, expands. Your area expands. You're behind your podium or whatever. You
0: know, you're just standing on a floor like an idiot. Oh. Casey <laughs> says, I thought it was going to be a cheesy <laughs> game show, but there's actually a bit of strategy they can. I don't care because I don't know the strategy. I don't understand the strategy. Usually I would watch it for strategy. They're now try- I want to watch. They're trying to make it like a. a um, A game show, a standard game show meets a little bit of like Squid Games. Where we're just with some of the strategy, it, 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 it's too convoluted. They do a terrible t- terrible job of explaining it. But whatever. It's a fun show. Uh, but, but speaking of A Beautiful Mind and, and movies based on true stories, Kyle has inspired me. I, oh. I don't know if we're going to have time tomorrow. We're very busy this week. Uh, you know, uh, Security Chief Officer Pat is coming in tomorrow uh, for a segment to talk about the 48th annual Pig Bowl Guns and Hoses charity football game, which is this Saturday at Capital Christian in Sacramento. That's Cops versus Firefighters playing football. It's a really fun family day. Uh, They do a kid's Mm -hmm. safety fair starting at 11 a.m. It's a fun couples event. You go out, you help out a good charity, which we'll talk about tomorrow. Uh, So uh, that'll be tomorrow. We'll have that. But depending on events and things like that, and this isn't about Kyle, it's about me envisioning so many of you. Because I love stories about people, you know, achieving their dreams, doing amazing things. But I also love crushing people. It's just, it's just wonderful. It's wonderful to know that the life is draining out of people. And so I saw oh, Kyle's wow. facial expressions when we were talking about a few of these movies that are based on true events that are not at all true. So yeah. we're going to go through a, a list of some of the biggest ones. Some of some, you know, not like little movies that you don't know, but, but some of the most famous movies that people actually think are true that are not true at all. Just to highlight. Just so so yeah. many of you go, exactly. Wah, wah. So so many of you go, oh, well, that sucks. Yes, I know. Wah wah to education. <laughs> Want, want to reality facts, truth. Can I request one movie not be mentioned? What's that? Catch me if you can. Totally false. Oh,
4: Damn it! God. I will Son explain.
0: A... That's that's actually like oh, that's like like one of the number one ones but, on the oh, list.
3: Such a good but, movie, and, and it yes. doesn't it doesn't take away it's that a, it's a good right. movie and you were entertained.
5: Right?
0: It just never happened. Yeah, almost, but, almost all of it never happened.
3: Part of me was like, "Oh, such a good
5: movie! I can't believe that happened! Oh it my did. god, I love yeah. it!"
0: That would be the only problem. If you saw the movie with me, I would have turned to you when you said that and said, "Yeah, it didn't. It, it didn't happen. It just happened <laughs> you know on screen." It
3: happened somewhere to someone. We just don't know.
0: Should have known, Tom Hanks. Eh? No, I can't give you that. We we don't know that it did actually happen to someone somewhere. Hey, if you're watching us on Rad TV and you're seeing all of the uh, devastating uh, uh, facial expressions from Kyle, uh, coming up during our commercial break after we win Rob's change, the Dogwoods Resort Canine Cam. Oh, the big little puppy! What we got, Brando? I've
1: got a true story for you—a <laughs> uh, real-life Treeing Walker Coonhound is sleeping in the studio right at my feet. Aww. So I'm going to tell that story mm-hmm. as I feature him on the Canine Cam. See, the and that break. actually
0: is a true story because there are a few, there are a few that think movies that are based on true stories. That are there's always going to be some Hollywood in there. I mentioned Air, oh, yeah, the Nike movie, uh, but movie ba- movies that are based on true stories that are mostly true. Uh, American Sniper, not all Ooh. of it, not all of it. There is not all, but there's some pretty good exaggeration, um, but mostly, oh. mostly they're 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 not.
3: What about because it was around that time?
0: Oh, I can't go through all of them today. Oh, we won't have a segment tomorrow. But it
3: was around that time frame because I felt like those movies, more military based, were coming out. Every time it was around my birthday, and that was, like, always a fun thing my husband and I would do is go see these movies. So that the one that we all blame, at least I do, Hillary Clinton on, mm. uh Benghazi. Mm-hmm. That was incredible, what those guys went through on their own mm-hmm. to fight all those damn terrorists off, and no one came to their rescue. Uh Hillary bitch Clinton.
0: Based Th- on what Dawn saw on this movie. It's true, and her predisposed uh, disposition, and,
3: and and people that have come out on news talks and talked oh,
0: about it. Oh, were by all the means. By, by, uh, they were around, they and they're special meaning, forces. Meaning, they were at an embassy in Cuba. <laughs> I I will I have I already have a few military <laughs> oh, movies. I'm not gonna man. I'm not gonna start going through them all in showbiz in here. <laughs> we'll find. I'll, I'll get the full list for you for tomorrow. The
1: best could be fun. things in life are free. We're gonna help you pay some bills and fees ha! with your change. With rush change. That's what I want with rush change. Make your best guess and estimate. The calculation in rough star rough change. With rust change. That's what I want with
0: rush change. That's what I want with rust change. Yes, Clinton, I know. That's not even a showbiz thing. I have been bitching about this for two decades. Don't even get me started on saving private Ryan and what a bunch oh. of crap that movie is. Uh-oh. Oh, <laughs> that, that one that one angers me so much I can't even talk about it calmly anymore. Uh, all right, now uh, we're going to play WinRof's Change, and uh, we have caller 19. We always get a backup caller. And the reason for that is uh, Jen emailed in and said, no, I was caller 18 and the call got dropped. No! I was trying to be a good contestant and switch from my AirPods to my phone and the uh, call damn. dropped. Oh, damn. Uh, that sucks. Operator uh, error. Technology sucks sometimes. So, Shannon, you're caller 19. Hello. Woo!
2: Yep. Good morning, Rad. All right. Good
0: morning. Uh, So if you have somehow figured out where Michelle, the pressure cooker calculator who's writing these uh, clues for us, is leading us, and you can convert it into amount of money, and it's the right answer, you will win it. What is your guess? I,
2: I have to say I, I just hate Michelle. Yeah. But, um, a, lot of that going
0: around, a lot of that going around right now.
2: Yeah. Um, we're going to go with $2,769. And sixty-seven cents.
0: Two thousand seven hundred sixty-nine dollars and sixty-seven cents. Now, if, uh, and if you haven't been playing along, you do—you have no idea what's going on, and you really have to go back. You would have to go back and get all the clues, and, and even after you have all the clues, you might not be in the right place or where Michelle's leading you or anything else. So, uh, two thousand nine, two thousand seven hundred sixty-nine dollars and sixty-seven cents. <laughs> Brings us to clue number 10, which is once, twice, three times a lady. Clue number 10. What's going on? Got to go back and look at one through nine, and I don't even know that would answer Dawn's question of what the hell is going on at this point. (laughs) Once, twice, three times a lady is clue number 10. We will play Win Rob's Change Again tomorrow morning at 6.30. Rob. Anybody. anybody. And Dawn. The Rob.
2: Anybody. Anybody. And Dawn Show.
6: New Year, same crap in the stupid store. Rad stuff, bad stuff, food stuff. Get yours now at radradio.com.
0: Uh, we got this email from a better class of Rad Radio listener watching us on Rad TV at members.radradio.com. We just did the Dogwoods Resort Canine Cam during <laughs> the uh, commercial break. And uh, Brandon's dog, is hound, Walter, was fe- Did Walter, did you even leave the studio? No, he slept. The he whole thing. He didn't leave the bed or anything? <laughs> nope, nothing sexy Aww, about it. Oh, that, so that, 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 that tracks with this. So Kelly says, uh, Walter is so cute how he sleeps and an occasional stretch. He really looks like he just got out of a meeting with Snoop Dogg and Willie Nelson. (laughs) He does.
1: Uh, He needs to lose some weight, though. I noticed he's getting a little chunky around the Mm midsection. Getting Uh. too many tri-tips. Could
3: be age.
1: Yeah, he's getting up there. Probably age. It's probably because I'm feeding him just a
0: little too much. As he
3: ages. I mean, those
0: hounds, you do want to keep them thin. Hey, if you're a welfare recipient and you're just waking up to start your busy day. Marley. Here's a recap via emails from working Americans of what you missed on today's show, Graham. We did the uh, pressure cooker, a terrible contestant, got one right out of uh, seven questions. (laughs) Poor guy. Uh, One of the questions he did not get right was uh, what animal is blamed for starting the uh, Great Chicago Fire of 1871? He went with uh, one of those very prevalent animals in Chicago at the time, (laughs) elephants. That is incorrect. (laughs) It's a cow. Mrs. O'Leary's cow. Uh, Brian says, my daughter and I were listening to the pressure cooker in the school drop-off line. By the way, note to other parents, kick your kids out of the car and move on. Oh. Give them the pep talk on the way to school. Yes,
3: <laughs> my God. I have, I do pickup. It's just as bad as drop-off. Anyway,
0: says Brian, with the question about Mrs. O'Leary's cow in the Chicago fire, my 11-year-old daughter wanted to know if the cow died in the fire. Oh. And if the cow lived, did the fire survivors then find the cow and eat it? So... <laughs> <laughs> this Smart this kid. this goes right in with the last oh, hour too great. about uh, based on a true story and, and things like that the, the 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 story of Mrs O'Leary's cow uh, knocking over a lantern and starting the uh, Great Chicago Fire of 1871 that killed 300 people or over 300 people and burned for two days and still start, started to rain is one of those it could be true stories we don't know. That that was reported at the time. This is 1871. So by reported, I mean somebody took out one of those pens with the feather on it and took 14 days to write down this story. And forever it was it, – it's never been disproven. The Chicago city board or whatever, like in the late 90s, they exonerated the O'Leary family. I don't know what was the story behind that. So we don't really know if it even happened. But in the story, the cow died in the fire. The, the, the One of the amazing things was it started in the O'Leary barn and burned down, I forget how many structures, killing 300 people. The oh. O'Leary house never burned.
3: Whoa. Which,
0: who knows if that makes it more or less true. Is it still there? I have no idea. I, I'm not interested in stupid crap like that. <laughs> uh, we did a uh, Dr. Rob letter from a name-withheld woman who's uh, adorably uh, coaching her two little Stop boys it. in in uh, Little League. Ugh. And uh, she's dealing with the boys' club. Yes, this is 2024. Uh, and we did answer her question, and uh, she wrote in, uh, wrote back, uh, because uh, we... Tried to give her really legitimate advice about, you know, do you do you go toe to toe with the guys like when they say something you will insult them back? Do you know insult meant? or do you just smile or do you just go out and win? And then Brandon had some suge- a suggestion as well, and and she wrote back and said, thanks so much for taking the time to read my email. I appreciate all your feedback bill- feedback. Well, not all. Brandon, I'm not going to bake them cookies. <laughs> aww,
3: That's aww. funny though. Right. Oh
5: Maybe poison cookies.
3: <laughs> Maybe not poison.
0: Yeah, let's let's not go down that road. <laughs> no, oh. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Maybe lax
0: no no let's let's not commit any form of assault at all maybe just
3: chocolate chips and flour and sugar and all the things that go in it
0: it's an idea (laughs) um our other dr rob uh, letter was from a, a a girl that doesn't have a lot of dating experience met a dude on an app went out with him. he was they had good time perfect gentleman better looking than she was expecting uh super nice just no spark and we kind of went through it, and we're like, well, okay, because you want to know, well, should I? Don't say he wants to see me again. Is he leading him on? Was well, I mean, you know, give it a shot. But then after that, all it, she goes. She said it would be very unappealing to go out with him. We said, no, okay, just, just don't do it. So we got we got uh, an email from uh, Jacob. Hey, Jacob. Uh, who wrote in and start, started to do that thing that we you have to do, or that, like, you know, Kyle does, where, where you kind of, like, start to make stuff up to justify your point. But, so uh, Jacob says, first, I have a feeling this chick found something that freaked her out, like maybe this dude is a little overweight or he doesn't look exactly like his picture. Well, she covered that.
3: She said he was she said better he's, looking. Yeah, yeah, so that was stupid, thought.
0: you know, listening skills. Oh, boy. I've had similar experiences while dating the gift date, uh, the the gift the date the date goes well, and I'm not feeling it or they aren't. There's nothing wrong with telling the other person you aren't feeling it and moving on. Due to her lack of dating experience, she's probably lacking the confidence to come out and say this directly. Better let this guy know now before it progresses further. Right? She doesn't
3: have to say it directly. No one does that anymore. She just ghosts them. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Oh That's also. Isn't that what oh, people do? This is the, the number. The segment of terrible
0: <laughs> advice. Uh, Scott wrote in uh, because uh, we're about to, we're about five minutes oh, away from the yeah. Mixed Big Sports Show on Rad TV and uh, in Sacramento on 104.7 FM, 890 AM. And that'll be uh, Steve Mickelson and I uh, talking about sports. And, of course, he's got the Detroit Lions uh, as his uh, lifelong team. And I've got the San Francisco 49ers oh, my lifelong team. They play this weekend, this ah. Sunday, uh, in the NFC Championship game. Now, that's Steve Mickelson. Mm-hmm. S- Scott wrote in and said, I have a suggestion. Why don't Rob and Phil attend the Phil? NFC Championship? Who the hell is ah.
3: Phil? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Phil wow. has been waiting his whole life for this opportunity. and so- See, I get it once because professional golfer Phil Mickelson. Mm-hmm. But to keep writing it, Phil has been waiting his whole life for this opportunity and is such a nice guy. He deserves the opportunity to be a fan for a day. Before you say no because he has to work, I have a suggestion. Rob and Phil should use their connections <laughs> to get a box for them, their families, and Brandon. Stay with me This would allow Phil To work remotely if needed And sorry Brandon You would have to work Filming these two friends And joining their team Seems like it could be Social media gold Giving us a glimpse Of these two fans going So I, I had to read it Because it's Phil Mickelson Over and over again That's not right It's Steve Mickelson Secondly uh, there, there, absolutely nothing about that sounds enjoyable to Steve or me for a variety of reasons. One watching football live is far worse these days than watching it in the comfort of your own home. It's not, I, Steve and I have been to plenty of sporting events. It ain't worth it. And it's not as fun. And I ain't working during the game where one of our teams is going to the Super Bowl. I, 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 I'm I, sorry. I have my limits. I've always had. I would have told you this 20 years ago. There is no way. So I don't know how serious that was other than not knowing Steve Mickelson's name, but no.
3: Yeah. So for you, as you said, it's it's always been that way. And I just hear someone who's in that phase of their life, and a lot of us have been there, where you want to be anywhere and everywhere that is live with the most amount of people ever. Right. Woo! And you can't even amount. Stay at home. Oh, my God. That sounds terrible. Right. And then you reach a point where you're like, Oh, stay at home to watch it is so lovely. And I,
0: I do think part of, it, <laughs> oh part of it is because we have been blessed to be oversaturated in our careers, uh, and I'm on three decades now. I have been to so many events. So many concerts, so many sporting events, so many things, and 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 at some point you go. This is just this. I, I've done this. I've overdone this. I don't need this in my life.
3: There's this video going around. I swear it's my favorite. It's these two girls talking, and they're just talking about how being home is their favorite. And one of them is like, "Yeah," but they have these wonderful British accents. I can't do it. She's like, "I'll I'll be on Insta, and I'll see that everyone's at a bash." <laughs> She's like, "And all I can think is, thank God I'm not there."
0: Yep. And I'm like, "Yeah."
3: They're like, it is Jomo,
0: not FOMO. Uh, And we mentioned, uh, speaking of football, that the hot new trend uh, across all platforms is rooting for the Baltimore Ravens so that the Kansas City Chiefs lose and we don't have to deal with two weeks of hype of Taylor Swift and the Chiefs and deal with Taylor Swift at the Super Bowl. Uh, Oh, boy. Ramiro wrote in and said, I'm definitely one of those rooting for the Ravens just to put an end to this blonde bitch. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. Just like you, Rob, I appreciate what she has accomplished. I see the talent she has, but this is just too much. She was on every commercial break of the game She was, uh, that was that was taking. She was on every touchdown, even if Travis Kelsey wasn't the one who scored. Isaiah Pacheco scored the last touchdown. Travis Kelsey wasn't on the field, and they still showed her. I am so tired of all this. Plus, I have a ton of friends on Instagram that like her, and, of course, she shows up on my feed, even though I just blocked posts about her. Make it stop, please.
3: We, be mad at everybody. Taylor's yeah. not making it happen. Be
0: mad at yourself. Stay <laughs> off Insta, then. If it's bothering you that much, dummy. All right, the Mixed Pick Sportscast, uh, sports show rather, starts oh. in Mirror Moments on Rad <laughs> TV, on the Rad app, and in Sacramento on 104.7 FM, 890 AM. For the rest of you, we're back tomorrow. Okay, that does it.
1: Screw you guys, I'm going home. Talking poo is where I draw the line. Go on and go home, you fat chicken. Bye, diddly, aye.
2: So long. God bless you. See yeah, ya. Goodbye.
3: Bye-bye, homie. I
2: care. Adios. So long. Fare thee well. Dar. Bon voyage. Toodle oo. Ah, uh, shalom. So bye bye. Ta ta. Bye, everybody. Bye bye. dude. So Bye bye. Bye bye now. Bye bye. Bye bye. So long, so long Stinktown. Ew. Yeah. Yeah. Goodbye. And don't think it hasn't been a little slice of heaven because it hasn't
7: god bless united rob
2: anybody and dawn the rob anybody and dawn show
3: bye diddly hi so long god
2: bless you